Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. T-R-P-E. The realest podcast ever, realest podcast ever. Two brothers bringing thinking on a second level. Music, sports, fashion, politics, and the streets. The best two hours out of every week. YDN, dinosaurs, and YBODs. Real talk every time, this is what you need. We just out here popping shit. It's your boy C. Diddy, and Matt makes me sick. T-R-P-E, T-R-P-E, go. T-R-P-E, T-R-P-E, go. They know. The realest podcast ever. The realest podcast ever. Jim Boomy. What up, what up? We back. Realest podcast ever. Episode number uh, 69. Pause. Is it 69? Yeah. This is, is 69. A, this is the sweet 69. sounds of your host, C. Diddy, coming through the airwaves. I'm, I'm Matt, and I, I, I never know what number we're on. <laughs> I don't know how I just never know that. It's not important. It's, it's fucked off. You're like the Joe Budden of this podcast in that regard, where you never know what the number is. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> I'm just sitting here on this fine Sunday drinking some uh, nice... Brita filtered water out of the fridge that I stole from somebody. Yeah, I saw you with the, with the, <laughs> with the cup. picture. I'm like, what the fuck did you get, bro? I was just hoping on it. I was just like winging it. I'm like, yo, I ain't got no. I usually at least got like a scumbag water like that somebody gave me, like a Dasani or Aquafina yeah. rolling around in the back seat. Nothing. I told you I got waters in the trunk. Man. Uh, I'm a, you know, we gotta we gotta take a commercial break in a minute. I'm gonna handle that water during the commercial break. Yeah. In the meantime, I'm on this solo cup filled with Brita. But What's going on, big fella? I got me a, a diet lemonade. You see it? You know what I'm saying? This shit is actually low sugar count. You see it? Shit is actually good though. Like yeah. it's fucked off. Like I like I don't even know what sugar tastes like anymore. Yeah. It's like I shit with no sugar tastes normal to me now. So I guess that's for the better. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. For the uh, the betterment of of life or whatever. But that's awesome. I just had a bomb ass dinner. I just came from the pot. It was lit. I didn't have a bomb ass dinner, <laughs> but uh, I had a small piece of meatloaf with uh, some mashed potatoes. It was lit, though. Yeah, somebody that we know that uh, you introduced me to apparently has a bomb ass meatloaf. I need my meatloaf. Turkey meatloaf. Ah. I, need my, I need my meatloaf. I'm you know literally what I'm texting her right now. <laughs> well, DMing with her right now. Yeah, but. like uh, Chad said, where's the meatloaf? I, I, yeah, I'll just write chat words to me. <laughs> that makes sense. That makes all the sense. Yeah, the I'll, just, <laughs> I'll just write that. Oh, man. What's good, though? Oh, man. I'm doing good, man. Uh, busy week. Um, this weather is weird as fuck. It's getting on my nerves. It's like 32 one day, 14 another day. It actually ain't been that bad, though, these last couple of days. What? Poor damn rain. Were, were you in Philadelphia yesterday? I mean, I like the rain. <laughs> the rain is cool. Yeah, the rain is bad for what I do for a living. For oh, my I real mean, for, yeah, for yeah, that. It's, it's fucked up. Like... It rained all day yesterday. I drive the bus. <laughs> I be singing Less like a shanty. Rain down on me. Keep these niggas away from me. Yeah, no. Yesterday was fucking weird. This shit, it rained all day. Then the day I, was like 58 degrees. I, I had. I actually had to get the cops to come get somebody off the bus. Though, oh, like, nice. For the Tell, first time in my life. Let me hear that. Man, listen, the the boy. Your I'm, life, my entertainment. Yo, I, I drive to 27. Pretty much everybody <laughs> knows that. Plymouth meeting downtown. So it's. 
it's a, a way, you know what I'm saying? And you don't deal with no. This is the reason I pick it. So that's why it's like when something like this pops off over there, it's like, you know, how lost are you? Because you're not supposed <laughs> to be on this this bus. You know what I'm saying? Boy gets on. I'm at, I'm at Plymouth Me and More. Boy gets on. People people coming. When you doing and I do it late. So people coming from work at 10 o'clock, 10 30, 11 o'clock at night. Motherfuckers coming from work. Yeah. Boy gets on. And I'm riding down Ridge Pike, and you know Ridge Pike well. Like, it's nothing out there. It's just, you you riding. It's just street. And he kept walking to the front of the bus where the fare box was at and walking back. Like, walk up, walk back, walk up, walk back. So maybe on the third or fourth jaw, I closed my, my safety, safety shield. Yeah, yeah. This, is, this is getting ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I closed it all, the whole glass, John, like, closed it. So then he came back up, and he was just standing there. So I'm just like... Pop, what was? Can I help you? Young black boy, he young, little beard on him, whatever. He about just little, little smaller than you. Yeah. Normal size dude, like he wasn't big, like he about five eight, five nine. Normal dude. And I was like, yo, fam, what, what's what's up? Like you alright? And he like, oh yeah, no, they 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 were shooting at me. And I'm like, I'm not even. I'm, <laughs> what's the purpose of me even? Wiggles. <laughs> yeah. Like, so he he said, but he said it that like I was like, yo, you alright? He's like, oh no, yeah, they they were shooting at me. I'm like. Cool. You know what I'm saying? Light green. I pull off. Yeah, you know, I'm not because what the fuck am I gonna get out of keep going back with, th- with that? So I leave it alone. He go back to walking and shit back and forth on the bus. I'm just like, yo, like what the fuck? So it just became an irritant, and I'm, yeah. I'm just like, yo, fam, listen. I open the glass, lean out like I work at fucking Hoochie Burger and shit. <laughs> I, I lean. I'm like, fam, you gotta sit down. You gotta you, park it. You 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 gotta park it. You you're doing too much. Have a seat. He like, all right, all right. He sit down. He sat down the, the, the whole way to Wissahickon oh, okay. Transfer Center. He's okay. just, he sat down. He was cooling. I'm like, bet. We get to Wissahickon, which is the last stop for you get on the expressway. For those that don't know, 27 goes on the highway. Yeah. We get to Wissahickon. A bunch of people get off because that's like a main little transfer center or whatever. A bunch of motherfuckers get off, get on, whatever, whatever. I go on the ramp to get on the expressway. Go up the City Ave ramp, bang the left on to 76. As I go up on the 76... The nigga gets up and just starts full-fledgedly sprinting from the front to the back of the bus. I pull over on the highway. You know what I'm saying? Because this shit is dangerous. It's like, yeah. yo, I'm doing 60 in a 40,000-pound bus, and you're, you're, I can't have you, you behind sprints. me. You know what I'm saying? So I get out. The, now I come out the, the little safety shield shit. I'm like, fam, why would you wait till I get on the expressway to start drawing? He was like, oh, no, nah, my fault. They, they shooting. I'm like, I don't even know what to do in this situation. You know what I'm saying? I get back in the driver's seat, pull back out onto the highway. He starts skitzing again. The nigga is, he comes running up to the front of the bus like he's trying to pay his fare, but he's on the floor because they shooting. You know what I'm saying? In his mind, he's like, no, no, they shooting, they shooting. I'm just trying to pay, I'm trying to pay, they shooting. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I I hit the, the joint call control. I'm like, listen. Y'all got had the cops meet me at at Broad and Vine when I come off the expressway. I got a nigga that's he's high. Something something's yeah. not right. He needs you know some what I'm milk. Saying? He needs some <laughs> milk. <laughs> exactly. He's running. The people on the bus are screaming because he's he's jumping over seats. The shit was yo. It, it was in. You ever see when the monkeys got loose on Jumanji? Yes. That's how the shit. Like when they took over the cop car. That's how it looked. He was physically jumping over seats, diving. Like I'm talking about running, diving, head first oh, over seats. Man. The shit was nuts. Come off the expressway, get the broad and vine. The cops is there. 
It wasn't a, they didn't call they didn't have mind you control awful they hadn't even called the cops it just was cops it just happened to be cops at there. Ha, you know Hanuman they just there I opened the door I'm like yo did they call you he was like no nah. I'm like yo come get boy in the green hoodie skitsing like come get him <laughs> they come over the cop he's like which one I'm like green hoodie he's like yo my man come here off the bus no bullshit he was like. Me? <laughs> like, he, he pointed at himself like, me? You're, like, like he had... I'm the problem? He was like, what, me? They was like, yeah. They bring him off, put the flashlight in his eyes. Cop was like, just get out of here. And he just went walking off down Broad Street. I'm like, he gonna do something. He gonna do yeah, something. It's like the nigga that I let go from hitting my car with the shop Exactly. Stickers. Ten minutes later, he smashed into ten cars. So as you as, can't just let him go, right? As he as, him. as the cops is like, oh, just get out of here, whatever, whatever. Control, call me back. Like, yo, how you making out? I'm like, I don't even know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Boys off the bus. I'm keeping. I'm keeping it moving. And it, it was just like this. This is my paranoia though when it comes to because it's like, what if he pull out a blade? Yeah, I can't handle the situation the way I want to. I could have jazzy jeffed him. From Jump Street yeah. back up on Ridge Pike, but I can't put my hands on him or go left with him because I gotta maintain professional Pro- protocol. Yeah, and it's just like so. That's oh, can I tell you about the dildo story? Um, <laughs> yo, listen, it's only right on episode sixty nine we have a dildo story. <laughs> All right, well let me paint the picture real quick. This is this will be fast. Dude, I work with sells sex toys. Right, you told me this before. Right. So, did I tell you about the whole situation with the motorcycle? No. All right. So, he has a sex toy business. It actually makes money from the shit. He does, like, sex parties and all this crazy shit, yeah. whatever. So, he buys a motorcycle in Jersey. This was during the summertime. Okay. Right? I'm just painting the picture of where we at. <laughs> he buys a motorcycle in Jersey. So, he tells me, he was like, yo, Matt, uh, you, you got a break today for lunch, right? I'm like, yeah. He was like, yo... Ride with me over Jersey. He got he to gotta escalate. He like, ride with me over Jersey so I could pick my bike up. I, he's, I just bought a 1,000, whatever the fuck, whatever the bike he was. He's like, I'm going to ride that shit back. You drive my truck back. I'm like, all right. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Right, whatever, I ain't got shit to do. I don't really think nothing of it. Whatever, yeah. cool. We ride over Jersey. We get to the bike. How long is this break? Oh, we, we, when you if you got swings, you got four hours. Oh, you know okay. what I'm saying? You got time to you yeah. can go build a house. Exactly. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? So we was off from ten to two. Yeah. So yeah, we go over Jersey, ride over there. He gets the bike. The, the, the long story with that shit, but whatever. He picks the bike up. Cool, nice looking bike. Whatever, whatever. So he like he like you know drive his truck back. Now at the time the lottery was out of this world. The shit was like eight hundred million dollars. So I'm like I'm gonna buy some tickets in Jersey. Right, I'm over here. I'm over here. Fuck it. I'm gonna things. get a couple joints. So, but I don't know where to go. So he takes the fuck off on a bike. So now I'm like looking for you know place to get lottery. So I stop at the Wawa. The lottery they don't have a machine joint in okay. there the way they would like in Philly. So I'm I see two women coming out the gym. I'm like, excuse me, can y'all give me some information real quick? I'm like, look, I'm trying to find, like, where around here is, like, a gas station or something to sell, like, lottery tickets or whatever. So they standing at the window, the passenger window, and they both, like, talking to me, like, you know, like, where to, like what, what I should be looking for, go down the street, make yeah. a left, is it? And as they talking to me, I see the one, like, nudge the other one, and they both looking, like, like with the puzzled face, and they start backing away from the truck, looking at in the back seat. So I'm just like, the fuck is wrong with y'all? 
I no bullshit. I, I know where this is going. I turn around. <laughs> <laughs> I turn around. <laughs> yeah. I turn around, it's two dildos, a mask, and some rope on the back seat. So I'm like, what the, oh my God. I'm like, no, nah, miss, this, this is not my truck. I'm explaining the shit now. Y'all can see my face right now. Yo, I'm like, no, no, this ain't my truck. My, my man, he wear the shit. He sells sex toys. That's all his bullshit. Yo, so now you got the freaky Jason case Dog, in Jersey. But it's it's just dildos with no boxes, no instruction manuals. They just out on the back seat with rope and a mask. So I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I didn't even beat yeah. this shit was back there. So if we had the craziest laugh off the shit yeah. when I got back to he's like, oh yeah, nah, I forgot this shit was back. Damn, my fault. Yeah, I'm like, dog, they was looking at me like I was out of my fucking mind. You know what I'm saying? Fast forward now, this is coming into oh, this week. Man. I had to go get my my I had to go get the whip from down here, but I'm up North Philly, you know what I'm saying, at the depot and shit. So I was like, yo, um, can you give me a ride down to Southwest, like 84th Street, whatever, whatever? He was like, yeah, yeah, I got you. And I was like, yo, I'll, I'll fill your tank up for coming the fuck down there. You know what I'm saying? Like, just on some good-looking yeah. last-minute shit. He was like, oh, all right, but, you know, I, I ain't, you know, I appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's good money. Whatever. You know, I ain't no scumbag yeah. whatever. So we, we hop in the Escalade. We come the fuck down. We get to we get to eighty fourth street, whatever, I grabbed the wheel. He was like, Yeah, ain't it like a little Wawa something over there? I'm like, that ain't little, that's the biggest Wawa out this yeah, motherfucker. Main one. At the employee lot. So yeah. it's it's a, a Saturday afternoon. It's three thirty in the afternoon. So it's kinda nice out, sun is out, whatever, whatever. Get to the Wawa. I go inside, I'm like, yeah, I'm a cause I'm paying cash or whatever, whatever. So he like, all right, cool. He's sitting in the car, pulls up to the gas tank. I'm inside. I'm like, yeah, get my shit. I'm like, yo, give me $50 on that pump right yeah. there or whatever, whatever. So I come the fuck out. He was like, you put the money on there? I'm like, yeah. He's like, all right, I'm going to pump it, but I'm, I'm going to go inside and get some. I'm like, I'll take care of it. Don't even worry about it. He's like, all right, bet. He walks the fuck off in the Wawa. So this is a big truck, like my shit, like my yeah. Yukon. I have a tendency for when I start pumping the gas, I open the, the tailgate and sit Sitting down it, right. and be on my phone. That's what I do on my shit all the time. So I put the, the pump in the truck and start pumping it. I go to open the tailgate, nigga, dildos are falling all over the gas station. It's it's broad daylight, and I'm picking dildos up from everywhere. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? He come out the Wawa, you did it again. <laughs> what the fuck? He's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I'm like, why do you have, like, who rides around with this much shit? He's like, what you mean? Like, I be out here trapping. I'm like, nah, dog, like. Oh I know niggas that sell God. drugs. You don't just ride around with mass amounts of drugs. You don't drugs. ride around your whole stash the whole in the car. joint. And I'm, mind you, I'm because it's packed out there. And I'm like, this is the last thing I need is people to see me and have. Oh shit, boy, Mac made me sick. <laughs> Mad Mac dildos. got a lot of dildos. <laughs> I'm throwing these shits in the back of the truck, and I'm I'm slamming the back of the truck. It's dildos hanging out <laughs> in the back. So these these aren't packaged or anything. Man, I'm fucking the boxes up in there. He's like, "Come on, man, you ruining my dicks." The fuck <laughs> is you doing? <laughs> Yo, it was the craziest little scene you ever oh. seen in your life. But yeah, that that was pretty much my week. I had to get niggas taken off the bus by the cops, and then <laughs> mad, truck, mad, truck full of dildos. Mad dildos spilled all over the wall parking lot. Holy shit, man. dog! Straight mayhem, yo. And I'm just like. Why, like, <laughs> you're riding around with 40, 50 of these motherfuckers. He's like, and I'll be selling 40 or 50 of these motherfuckers. I'll be, I'm like, 
that's nuts to me to think that that's that's as booming as it is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, but yeah, he, you know, what they call it on Twitter, selling merchandise. <laughs> 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 it's just out selling merchandise all over Holy the fucking shit, place, man. man. Yeah, anybody can find a side hustle if you. Don't care about how you viewed in the community. <laughs> you can do just about you, you anything. Wanna, you don't care about being viewed as a sexual deviant. <laughs> you can get this paper. God damn. Uh, real, speaking of sexual deviants, can we real quick? R. <coughs> Kelly. Um, before we even get into the rundown, y'all. The aura. The, did you you saw the video? I saw like part of the video. He did you see him singing in Ethiopia? Yeah. It's like. Bruh. Bruh. <laughs> we can see I can see you. Stop doing what you Hold doing. on, here you go right here. Chief on the line. <laughs> Chief on talk to you. Chief on like, like Chief won't have a word with you, dog. It's like as I I was going through the whole rundown the other day for the uh TRP awards and shit, and it's just like Kells is gonna win something at the he I don't sweet I don't know what award, what award he's gonna take, but weirdest nigga of the year something. It's like you would think for all of the like how they what's the shit with the White Howard the the term uh oh the uh, transsexual no nah, no nah, the shit they, where they kept showing the videos we kept laughing at it um everybody on Twitter kept finding videos of him doing wild shit and they kept using the, the term oh uh, uh evidence ma- mounted, ma- evidence mounted. <laughs> it's like evidence. every couple of months some new evidence of Kells being the creepiest motherfucker alive surfaces and it's just like. Why are you on stage at a New Year's Eve show out of all places trying to recruit sex slaves to go back to him? He asked the bitches in the crowd, did they have their shots? Motherfuckers paid to get in here, dog. <laughs> you uh. fucking. Kells is nuts. Kells is definitely my y'all weird. You weird <laughs> for the week. There's no way around you it, You weird dog. for the rest of the year. <laughs> He he permanently you weird like Kells is and it's fucked off because Carl Carl the other day shout out Carl Pastor Carl he uh, tweeted who do you think has the better music catalog Usher yeah. or R Kelly and motherfuckers started debating it whatever whatever and I'm like Kells is a sicko like sicko mood yeah permanent permanent sicko, sicko mood yeah but his catalog is so great. And so extensive that it's you like you try to find stuff to alleviate from the sicko list. You still want to play them songs, yeah. You know what I mean? And I, I'm just like, it's crazy to think it like all of our like super duper legends. Like when you think of the best of all the different genres, like the king of pop, we saw how how weird Mike could get. Absolutely, the best voice ever is Whitney. We saw how that got. The king of R and B is Kells, and if it ain't Kells, it's Usher and if it ain't Usher it's Bobby Brown like they all they, you can see how <laughs> it, and it's like the king of rap is Biggie in my opinion and then a lot of people will say Pac people will say Jay yeah and I just be like <clears throat> I don't look at Jay as like that over like the way you look at Mike and, and Prince and them type dudes yeah but it's just like Jay is the only one that just like he's a goat and he tough line Te- yeah, like Teflon, Teflon like, to the dumb shit. Even even Jay Z has the most awkward pictures in the history of the internet, and still untouchable. He's an introvert. His, his interviews are awful. Yeah. He's just an awful interview because he's just that introverted, and it's like it's he still can can get through. He's like Raymond. Him and Beyonce, like they king and queen of whatever the fuck yeah. it is they in. But it's just like yeah, they can somehow be better than. The king of pop, the king of this, the king of that, the queen of this, the queen. And it just like, how the fuck do all of our greats 
Just well, because it's you know <clears throat> historically speaking, if you look at like like how you this great but got this much silly. Well, if you look at you. Einstein, Van Gogh, yeah. like Michelangelo, all of these motherfuckers had. William Shakespeare, they all had all types of perversions and mm-hmm. problems and sexual addictions and fucking cutting the ear off yeah. and like fucking a fucking their sister or their mother. It's like yeah. it's just all types of shit because the line between craziness and greatness is like paper thin. It's like a razor thin line. It's like that's how I look at Kanye sometimes. Like he batshit crazy, but he a genius. Yeah, so if you catch him on the right day, yeah. He, he's making the, the the black 700 wave runners yeah. genius <laughs> but you catching on the wrong day he in the over hey there ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster oh you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you yeah or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about well get ready to feel that excitement all over again because amazon prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level absolutely prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Office like oh, prison reform. Straight bullshit. <laughs> it's just like prison that. reform. You know what I'm saying? And we need to free Larry Hoover right now and then let all the gangs gang bang against the big gang, yeah. which is the government. Like, nigga, do you know where you at right yeah. now? Yeah, <laughs> like that's what I mean. And it's just I look at like Kells, he's he's a uh, poster child of genius that that needs a leash. Yeah. Like, Kells need a cage. Kells has, the problem with Kells is he has 35 years straight of being brilliant and being at the top of his game, and nobody's saying, but by the way, you a nut-ass nigga, too. Yeah. Like, he needs a no-man to be like, yo, you talented and all that, but that was some nut shit you just did. Like, no, he's, every time somebody's ever tried to be that person for him, they gotta go. His brother, mother, like, oh, you gotta go. Like, Jay Z and Tata, you gotta go. They had the Mason. <laughs> they had the Mason. Like, nigga, like, and it still wasn't think enough. Think about how crazy this is. Like, gangster niggas from Marcy Projects pulled out Mace on some yo, boy, creepy as shit, <laughs> <laughs> and had the Mason to get him the fuck away from him. And it's just like, yeah, like Kells is really, really out there. Yeah, but. As, as, and I'm like, as fucked up as this is and as weird as this is for you to be on stage asking bitches if they got their shots and if they trying to go back to America with you, I, I was like, I was doing the ZZ dance <laughs> to this shit. I was like, I like this shit. <laughs> like, that's how talented the nigga is. Yeah, he man. can make any, like, singing Do You Want to Come to America is, like, it's just, he killed that. R. Kelly need a TSS advocate. He needs yeah. somebody to, like, walk around with him and be like, yo, come back. Don't, don't go too far. Like yeah, it wouldn't be like shocking the, to see him like, to like take him to the movie on Tuesday night yeah, for the five dollar like night. To see him with a little bitch in the hood eating water ice when it's hot outside. Like, oh no, this is my client. This is my client. <laughs> yeah, Tadisha, what's going on? That's my client. Are Kelly a client? Yeah, like he that shot out, and you just don't know like because that video ain't new. It's, no. it's set from New Year, so it's got to be. He doesn't like, need a permanent supervision. Yeah, and it just it's weird to me. It just watching our greats, like the greatest of everything. 
always got a lot of shit with him. And I say to myself, like, Biggie got killed, he was 24. What if Biggie would have got to been able to live to 40? With his issues with Kim and Charlie Baltimore and Faith and it just you never like then it got Biggie clean out of the got, paint. Then way on like it, Pac and Biggie had to die when they died. Sounds awful, but it's the truth. Yeah, not you don't cement their greatness because of all of the shit that they was doing comes out in the in a twenty four hour media cycle now with a company like TMZ that's able to uncover anything. Yeah. Like TMZ gets shit the feds can't get. Yeah. They got the Kareem we're gonna talk about the Kareem Hunt shit. They got a video that NFL security couldn't get. Well that's because it was a police investigation and they the casino or whatever the hotel he was yeah. in wouldn't release it to the NFL because it's a criminal joint. Once that shit got past whatever the fuck yeah. gate it was at, then it was like Oh, it's free, and TMZ is literally like, oh, we've been waiting on, like, what's up? Yeah. Like, they just be on it. On everything. But it's just, yeah, I, I was watching the Mike Tyson, because I, I was watching the Deontay Wilder, um, like, the the pre-fight, John, yeah. whatever, whatever. So, I, I'm on YouTube, and I started watching, like, it took me to, like, Mike Tyson highlights. You know, YouTube's a rabbit hole. You go on. I be on YouTube for seven hours every day. So, you go on <laughs> for, like, Migos' new video, and then, like, four hours later, you're watching how to moonwalk yeah, you know, or, or like, Jaguar text yeah. random family <laughs> shit is crazy <laughs> so I started watching Mike Tyson knockouts and I started watching Mike Tyson interview clips and you know Mike Tyson did you see uh, Mike Tyson's most savage moments dog the nigga went to jail for the rape and yeah. like Mike Tyson the heavyweight champ went to jail for a rape yeah. six years and when he got convicted before the sentence and they interviewed him like, Mike, you know, what do you want to say to your accuser? And Mike was like, I wish I had really raped a bitch and her mama. And I'm like, yo, this nigga is Mike, cut it, turn that shit off. And it's like, them dudes wouldn't have been able to. It's like, no. Drake said it best. They take greats from the past and compare us, but I wonder if they'd be able to survive in this era. Where's time, where in times they pull out all of your skeletons like Halloween's decorations. Like, that shit is real. Them niggas yeah. just didn't have to go through that shit so it's like Kells in the 70s he could have been like this just Bill Cosby yeah Bill Cosby was th- he Bill, was Bill Cosby was roofing and bitches Bill Cosby years. Bill, like you know how you uh, bounce quarters in the shot glasses <laughs> <laughs> that's how he was he bouncing yeah and it's just like our Kells could have been able to do that back in the like day like if, if Michael Jordan had a deal with a 24 hour news cycle nobody would think he was the GOAT no. They would say he's a ball hawk, he's an alcoholic, he fucking gambling got his problem. dad killed, gambling he his, problem. He got his dad killed. Why is he like, dressed like a pirate? Beat his teammates up, like all types shit. of shit. Yeah, it's just, I, I look at, like, that's a perfect example. Like, you watch somebody who makes it to that level in this day and age. I saw the other day, breaking news, Steph Curry involved in car accident. So I clicked on it, just, I'm, I'm trained to do this. Yeah. Click on it. He was on the, uh, I forgot the highway. He, he the was on the freeway in San Francisco, Oakland, whatever. It was a three-car pileup, and somebody, like, hit somebody that hit him. Yeah. He was fine. Car was cool. But that shit made a headline. Yeah. Breaking news. Even the Kareem Hunt shit. It, the, excuse me, Kareem Hunt. The, the caption on the joint says, Chief Star Kareem Hunt brutalizes woman. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Click it. 
he tackled a nigga that hit the chick. Like he hit a nigga and he the chick the bull hit the chick. Yeah. Like he didn't actually hit her. He basically charged into the bull and like the momentum hit the chick okay. and knocked her down. Well, what about the video with him punting her? And then he I was about to say then he kicked the bitch. <laughs> and it's like all right, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, you got. I see where you go. But it just to to put brutalizes in the caption. That shit sounds like you about to see some Ray Rice shit. Yeah. And since we we brought it up, Kells, you where you we done with you. The Kareem Hunt situation, you know, saying star player for the uh, Chiefs, has been put on the commissioner's exempt list. Yeah. Like, not even just like... Yeah, see you later, nigga. We'll, we'll figure out what to deal with you in the off, in the off you, season. You can't do anything. You can't yeah. practice, can't and come to the facilities. he's playing for a Super Bowl contender. Super Bowl contender. And you got to go park it They won the day. future. You know what I'm saying? They won the day. They beat the Raiders and shit. But it's just like... <clears throat> When I when I first seen it, I'm thinking like, oh, this is about to be a Ray Rice situation. And I saw the video and I'm like, this ain't that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now where he fucked up is he lied to yes. the league because he basically was on the tip like, oh no, ain't nothing pop off and that shit. You know, it's us being overblown. There was some friends and this yeah. and that. We just wanted the girls to leave. They wouldn't leave. It was an argument. If young niggas, if you don't learn anything from this situation, if you wanna you an athlete of any kind. If you in one of these situations, when they tell you, tell us the truth, it'll work out better for you. They're not lying to you. They want to have all the facts before the fucking police get it and before the public starts to make their own fucking assumptions on the backstory and all of that shit would happen. Because really all you're getting is a snippet or the end result of what happened. And the boy today at the casino, he was like, well, shit, he could sue the league because Ray Rice sued the league and he got paid for the rest of, his, the rest of money he was supposed to make for that season. I'm like, no, well, see, this is the thing. Ray Rice's whole situation was a little bit differently because Ray Rice came to the league and was like, listen, I, got in a, I, got, I was drunk. I got in a fight with my wife. I punched her and knocked her the fuck out. And they was like, Oh, all right, cool. You Do anybody sus- know about it? You, you, all right, cool. <laughs> they was on the tip like, yo, you suspended for two games. Yeah. They suspended him. He came back, was playing. The yeah. shit was out. Then the video leaked from TMZ, yeah. and the league was like, oh, you punched the bitch oh, in the face her, and knocked her, her out. <laughs> yeah, you suspended indefinitely. And then he sued the league because it was like, yo, um... What's it called when you get sentenced for something twice or uh, go? Th- you you can't like f- give me a punishment, then give me another punishment. Uh, double, jeopardy. double jeopardy. Like you can't do that. Y'all already punished me two games, so now you can't in turn hit me for the whole season. He won that case and got paid from the NFL. So it's like this is a little bit different. Kareem Hunt straight was like, oh no, nah, I ain't you know y'all. No, nah, that shit. That shit shit's bullshit. Ray Rice told him no. I punched her and knocked her the fuck out, and it was like. Oh, you you punched her and knocked her the fuck out. Ah, see, we we thought you was on some, like, you just punched her and knocked her out. Like, we ain't know you punched her and knocked her. So, you know, it's, it's fucked up, but it's like, it's real. Like, you don't like seeing it, but it's like, yo, it, yeah. if you learn nothing from Ray Rice, Ezekiel Elliott, O.J. Simpson, like... Cool out. <laughs> Stop. Stop. Like the whole thing is with these with these young successful guys, man, black, white, or other, you have to realize that you are in a very privileged position. Mm-hmm. And that when shit go left and you really did do something, it's gonna be ten times worse than like if me and my girl get into it and I fucking curse her the fuck out in front of my landlord. It's gonna be way worse for you than it is for me. Right. Because you're Making so much money, you're in the public spotlight, and people want to look at you as a role model whether you accept the responsibility or not. So in Kareem Hunt's situation, it's like, dog, 
not only did you do the shit, you compounded it by lying about right. it. Then the shit comes out in the media after we didn't let you skate by. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All season off the fact that you said it wasn't nothing and we chose to believe you because you had a good reputation to this point. Mm-hmm. And then we see you fucking going Adam Vinatieri on a chick and it's like, Bruh, yeah. like you love us no choice. We gotta go all the way in because mm-hmm. now the NFL already has enough backlash from how they handle the Kaepernick shit and the Eric Reed shit and this and that. So now it's like, yo, we gotta all the way punish you just to where it's like we look like we on the right side of history on this shit. Right. It's a bad look. Yeah, I mean, where are you at with it? Do you do you I just think it's incredibly stupid and short sighted for him to lie about it, number one. That's mm-hmm. the first thing. Um you know, number two, being as though with the Ray Rice shit, he had to know at some point the tape coming out. Yeah. Like the tape coming out, whether you like it or not. So you really. Like on, y'all wasn't in a band, though. Yeah, y'all was no, in a hotel. Was in a hotel you, you know. Like, so it's there's video cameras everywhere, especially right. in hotels and casinos and shit like that. So it's like, it's extremely short sighted to think, like, oh, I'm going to just be able to skate through this drone. Like, and no, at some point, the shit coming out. So he just handled it incredibly stupid. Did you see he did an interview with ESPN today? I, I didn't get a chance to watch it. I yet. watched part of it. He just was talking some bullshit. Like, it, he, it, it amazes me at just how, like, we at the casino today. I, <clears throat> fuck you, Ra. <laughs> I go down this John, I fuck with Ra and I fuck with Chuck. Ra and Chuck have this weird little thing where they make buddies with like other gamblers. So it's like we got a table. I came in today, it was like nine niggas sitting at the table. <laughs> and I'm just like they Why? <laughs> they look like um what was Mr. Cheek's crew? Lost Boys. Yeah, it looked real lost boyish and shit. And I'm just like who are these niggas? You know what I'm saying? And Ron Chuck got up and like left me there with they ragamuffin. Yeah, and and we they start talking about the the, the joint, and it's just when you start hearing the opinions of like morons, scumbag. <laughs> the, the one boy starts his like I was already over two of the niggas who gave their little thesis on what they thought. The nigga to the right of me starts his joint off with like, well, see, this is the thing, like. We all smack bitches before. I smacked the bitch before. I'm, I know I'm gonna probably smack a bitch again. And I'm like, yo, chief on the <laughs> chief on the line, chief man. on line two, man. <laughs> Just, yeah. Yo, what 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 do you say, chief? Line three. <laughs> first things first. Watch what you say out your mouth. <laughs> it was loud as shit. Nah, I mean we've all smacked bitches. So then he he to me he like big man. You you ever smack a bitch? I'm like nah, dog. I'm too big for that shit. He turned the other boy. You you never smacked the bitch. He, boy like. I, nah, he's like, honestly, I saw my mother get abused, so that just, it was never my thing. And he just like, this table. I guess I'm the only bitches. He's like, this table on some weird. And I'm just like, but it's crazy because there's motherfuckers that really think like him and be out here, like, will really fight a chick. Like, it's niggas that will. Yes. <laughs> no throw, up. Throw him up like Duke. <laughs> throw up your Dukes, bitch. Throw up your Dukes. Had enough of this shit. <laughs> yeah. And I'm telling him, I'm like, because he was like, man, this shit just, it irritate me how soft society is getting. Da, 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 da. I'm like, it's is society changing? Yes. At times, I think it's for the better. Yeah. I don't necessarily. At, there are times where I just question, like, damn, like this ain't how it was when I was younger. So I can imagine somebody from the eighties, yeah, seventies. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'd be like, damn, this ain't the way it was when we was younger. But at yeah. the same time, I'd be like, I don't, I don't think 
punching women in the face is cool. It's like, never I, been fashionable. I, if you could put me in 45, I'd probably still feel the same exact way. Like, I got a mother. God rest her soul. I got sisters. Like, yeah. I, I, my, my, uh, Violence, little wheel in my brain. It's not big because I'm not a violent person, yeah. but my small violence wheel would start churning if my sister called me and said, This guy punched me in the nose and broke it. Yeah. It's huh? going to be a different type of problem. It, that's different. I don't want to talk to you and find out what happened at that point. You understand what I'm Where saying? Where that nigga at? Because I know I've been in situations. I had a, a chick I was dealing with pull a knife on me. I'm talking about the. The Jason joint out the, the oh, big joint out the block. Like when you pull it out, that shit go like, and I didn't hit. I got out the room yeah. because I know I can't put one on you. Because right. when the cops show up, you she was a, a hundred and forty pounds, little light skin. They like you go they looking sleep, at sis. me like what the fuck? Yeah. Like that knife gonna be inconsequential. Exactly, and men. A lot of niggas have this thing where it's just. I don't know if it's the bravado or the... I don't know what it is because I don't have that shit in me where it's just like, I'm going to punch this bitch in the face. Too, Too Short has a really good series of interviews right now with Vlad. Um, and I know, you know, everybody in black culture fake hates Vlad right now. But we you know we talked about that last week. Mm-hmm. Like, we're team Vlad. But uh, and he's basically saying that society is, is changing for the better. Mm-hmm. And That's how I be feeling. Like, yeah. society is changing for the better. And, and men just got to adjust. Like... Men basically had it our way for a long fucking time. A lot of shit that men was doing that was totally inappropriate is just getting got swept under the rug. But now you're getting held accountable for your shit. Some of the shit is overly sensitive. Language, this, that, little small nuances, mm-hmm. things in culture that are shifting. They overemphasize it. But certain shit is like rape, brutality, being a fucking hound dog. Yeah. Yo, let me fuck, let me fuck, yeah. let me fuck, let me fuck. Can I get the pussy? Let me fuck. It, like, shit the, like the that board, the board, is over. The board today, when he was still giving his, he's like, I just, it just fucks me up. Like, like, wh- like, why do things need to change? Like, what was wrong with it? Like, and, and I'm just like, you, you know, slavery ended. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, things have to change. You yeah, know, slavery yeah. went on for 400 and it's just like, you know, it's it's just the way it go. Like things have to change. You know what I mean? They just, yeah. I, I I don't understand it. But it's I watch these young football players. There's always football players too. I don't understand why that is. But the, Roy Rage, it's something. And I, I'm 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 cool with interracial dating, interracial relationships, all of that shit. I don't know. We're in the interracial dating capital of the world right here. Yo. South Jersey. Yeah, like really. I, I, <laughs> Go to Cherry Hill Mall on a Tuesday. Christiana Mall's <laughs> catching up. You know what I'm saying? Like real shit. Like I don't trip off of it. Date who you want, date, be with who you want to be with. I'm not bugging off any of that shit. But the end of the day, you st- you are a a big dreaded black man and that's a white woman and yeah. you you it's just the way the world work like i understand it's it. a damsel in distress theory so it's like no matter what she said to provoke you you gotta be smart enough to know i'm gonna just get the fuck out of here you know what i'm saying y'all don't want to leave cool i'll leave you know what i'm saying yeah. or you gotta say oh y'all not gonna leave i'll call the police to make y'all leave right like you gotta do whatever you can do to protect yourself because when the shit go left it's going to go left, up, down, right, A, B, A, C, select, start. It's going to go yeah. crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you're going to enter a whole nother realm that you was not anticipating when you was just trying to go to the club and get some pussy. And now, next thing you know, you're losing your job six months later. Real talk. And really, you got to have folks around you. That's another thing. Like, niggas got to stop being afraid. Did you see the, the niggas that he had with him? 
Now I didn't like get a. Yeah, oh, you talking about in the video? Did you the body cam footage from the police? Nah, the body cam footage from the police is just like I'm like, oh, he got the dumbest, he got the dumbest black white niggas ever. Mm-hmm. Like you know, like them black guys that like grew up in like Plymouth White Marsh. Yeah, talk real real proper, but still got like a do rag on and some billionaire boys club shit. Yeah, look I, like a jackass, but real but, uh, but, love, but, love, but, love love the, the thugs from Love don't cost a thing. Exactly, yeah. but but talk like a, a a doctor. Yeah, and so it's like he got them explaining pleading his case. I'm like, yeah, chief. On line four, <laughs> like, this gonna end poorly. <laughs> and he's like, "Well, no, because you know, first thing, soon as they cut the body cam on, his name Kareem Hunt. He played with the Kansas City Chiefs." I said, "Oh my yeah, god, yeah, like what? This is about fuck? to go horribly." And it was all downhill from there. Like you, Dude you explaining himself, I was like, "Yeah, this is bad." Yeah. Please, if somebody's listening to this, young celebrities, anybody who want, listen, people who go and become celebrities, get in you future, a no man. Stop being afraid of having a no man. Yes. Fuck yes men. That shit is not popping. And you need motherfuckers that if shit do go left, they can rectify. With like Mike Vick went to jail in the whole dog fighting thing. Y'all not supposed to let Mike Mike Vick He's was the in the guy. league with a hundred <laughs> mil on the motherfucking. Ain't nobody books. step up like yo, no, nah, that was me. How many years? Oh, let me get that. No one. Mike had to go do a two piece we, in the face. Bay was taking bodies for fish sandwiches, and y'all niggas not gonna go do two years for Mike Vick. Like it just don't even for a hundred million dollar man. Y'all Chris, gonna let him lose Chris his whole took shit? Took all the bodies in the vacants, and Marlo got out of there. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's like. And I'm, I'm not telling you to take seven life sentences, but it's just like, yo. If you already got five life sentences, you might as well take seven. It's like Vic Vic was in the league with 100 mil on the motherfucking books. And niggas didn't step up like, oh, no, that was me. He had nothing to do. You know what I'm saying? Because niggas don't want to go to Then you look at like D-Rock with Biggie. Like if it wasn't for D-Rock, there would be no Biggie. Right. That, that was Biggie Gun. They got caught with a pistol. D-Rock said, yo, you the nicest rapper I ever heard. Go do that rap shit. Biggie hadn't fucking done anything yet. But he's, that's his mans, and he saw the possibility. a different level of that's belief. A different level. Because Big didn't have 100 mil on the books, and he wasn't yeah. Juicy Big yet. Big was just nice and fucking with Puff. Puff was still going to do his bullshit at Uptown. But D-Rock was like, yo, go do that rap shit. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. And yeah, that's my gun, yo. And Big went on to become arguably the greatest rapper ever. Yes. And it's just like, yeah, like, you need niggas like that around you if you're going to do any type of moving around. Yeah, you need where, niggas like Bobby Smurder that's going to say, yo, man, give me eight so Rowdy can get eight. How much y'all then, giving him? Twelve? Man, no, but, look, I've been going, what I'm doing, four and a half? Look, no, give me, split the, split split it. the baby. Bo- how about we both do seven? They like, all right, all right, cool. That shit is rare, man. You you trying to be the black pieces in chess? <laughs> like, I'm gonna be like, that's some wild shit. And Schmurda at the height of his rap career, yeah. hot nigga was the biggest shit out. He could have told and came right home. Real talk, Doug. And he took more time. The funniest tweet I seen yesterday was a video of Schmurda dancing, smoking a cigarette. Did you see that shit? No. It's Schmurda dancing, smoking a cigarette, and the caption said, when they when they finally give you that cigarette in interrogation after you snitched on all your homies. <laughs> Schmurda was dancing, smoking a cigarette. I couldn't stop laughing off that shit, dog. Oh, man. But, yeah, man, please, folks, if, you, if you're going to be out here, like, in, in that situation with Kareem Hunt, if that's us, you're a running back for the for the Titans, and you got this is your contract year. Yeah, 
And yo, it's time to get paid. you on the Chiefs with Patrick Mahomes, y'all putting up all these fucking points and all this crazy shit. It's like when I see that you can't get calmed down enough to not do some shit to these bitches and we in a hotel lobby, I'm not even trying to be funny. I might deck you and yeah, just no, lay you, you the fuck go out. And it, you, it's going to look bad. Damn, Chad Fain running back for the motherfucking Tennessee Titans, punched in the face, knocked out by his friend. They're going to grind you up on Instagram and all that shit. But you you playing Sunday. You playing Sunday Real and you shit. get your contract at the end of the season. You playing Sunday. And I'll explain it to you, your mom, everybody. No, listen, this, this, this is why I your had... Your son was wild. Your son was bugging <laughs> and I didn't want him to do nothing to these chicks because there's cameras everywhere. So... If he want to fight, shoot a fade, fair one. You know, today I got time, nigga. Like, <laughs> it's like, we, I, I can't let you get out into that hallway. Yeah, I can't let you throw your life away. Where like you that. just about to just throw everything. Like, you make it to the league as a running back, wide receiver, quarterback, any of it. You, you had to be like cream of the crop coming. Yeah. I, I've seen niggas tear up the public league, the, the, the Catholic league, all of that shit, and not go to that level. So you make it to where you a star running back, star receiver in the NFL. Yeah, you're the you, absolute best of the you best. You have to be one of the best from your state. Yeah. Fuck your city. Like, you have to be one of the best from your state. Real In basketball, same shit. You got to be one of the best from your state. Yeah. It ain't but so many of these jobs. From your state. It's 450 spots in the league. I saw the video of Rasheed Wallace when he was at Gratz playing Bartram. He had 16 blocks in the game. She's going to the NBA, right. fellas. I'm poof, everything that's coming here. Poof, get that shit out of here. It's just like, yeah, that's kind of what it is. So it's like you make it to that level. That shit ain't easy. You worked hard as fuck. You you done shit to your body. You you've had to sacrifice all kinds of shit. And now you're in a position where you taking care of your mom, your sisters, your little brothers, every motherfucking body. And you're gonna throw that shit away over some anger. They put Vic in Levensworth. Like, the fuck? Like he a gang chief. In the feds. <laughs> like, they put him straight in that joint. Like, this, 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 this nigga's on the cover joke. of Madden. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Could nobody step in for this shit? Holy shit, man. So, yeah, that, that Kareem Hunt shit kind of pissed me off Definitely. a little bit. But, so, with, uh, with that being said, man, we got some bills to pay. Oh, shit. Uh, new sponsor alert. Shout out to our new sponsor, Scentbird. Have you ever had someone come up to you and say, you smell amazing? What are you wearing? Whether it's Gucci, Prada, Versace, Valentino. You have good taste and you know exactly what you like. But your great taste is expensive, and you usually end up with a shelf full of half-used cologne bottles, and you don't even know what to do with them. But I found a way for you to have great taste and save your pocketbook at the same exact time. Scentbird.com keeps me smelling good month after month. You know, I've been a cologne guy my whole life, man. It's just, you know, part of who I am. Since I was 14 years old, I always find myself going to, like, little cologne places in the mall or department stores or whatever. They try to spray you with the damn cologne sprayer, and it's like... All right, man, yeah, I'll buy this. And then, you know, you end up falling in love. You try 50 different scents, and you end up falling in love with something. You take something home. But you really only get to use 25, 30, maybe half of the bottle if you're lucky. And the stuff just sits there and sits there and sits there. And you're like, damn, did I really get my money's worth? And a lot of times the answer is no. But with Scentbird, Scentbird.com actually has 450 different designer brands, and you get to choose a different one every month. So you can keep switching your flavors up and keep coming with something new. You can try the exact brands you want. It is the exact real deal. I'm talking about all of the high-end stuff that you want to get. Hugo Boss, Gucci, Tom Ford, Kenneth Cole, Valentino, uh, 
Versace, you can literally try all the brands you want, and it's kind of like a monthly scent adventure, they like to call it. And uh, you get to basically explore everything, and over the course of the year, you look up, you got 12 different scents, and you don't have a bunch of stuff just sitting on your shelf going to waste. Choose a perfume, and Scentbird will actually send you a 30-day supply. That's 120 sprays, so you always smell amazing. So you can literally rock out every single day, get exactly what you need from it, and then at the end of the month, if you want to grab something uh, new, you can, or if you want to get the same one and hold on to it, you can get another one the same way. And it's literally free shipping all the time. I know y'all get to the end of these orders, and that's like the determining factor. It's like, all right, this is $7.99, but the shipping is $3.99. No, you don't have to worry about that. It's literally free. Free shipping each and every time that you get it. So go ahead, skip the department store and all the pushy sales people. Go to Scentbird.com and select exactly what you like. So this is the reason why me and Matt use Scentbird. Um, we've been locked in for about a month now. They sent me to Valentino. They sent Matt Versace. We've been rocking out with the colognes. And uh, we always order our cologne with Scentbird.com. That's Scentbird.com. And right now we have an exclusive offer where you will get 50% off your first month. That's right, 50% off. We slash in prices like one of them annoying furniture stores. You get 50% off your first month. That's only $7.50 scent for your first cologne. How is this possible? Scentbird.com. That's how it's possible. That is S-C-E-N-T-B-I-R-D.com slash T-R-P-E. Use our code T-R-P-E for 50% off your first monthly order. That is S-C-E-N-T-Bird.com slash T-R-P-E. Sign on now. Smell great for the rest of the month and for the rest of the year. Once again, shout out to our new sponsor, uh, Scentbird. Make sure you go to Scentbird.com. Get all your, uh, you know, your cologne subscription model. Something new for 2018, 2019, man. We switching it up, making sure that y'all, you know, smell good and don't be uh, hopping on the bus smelling like lizards or yeah. coming to the nightclub uh, smelling like vagabonds. I was saying it the other. I'm like everybody on this bus smell pissy. Like that's <laughs> what I was saying to myself the other day. I was driving. Like, yo, speaking of Jayquan, did you watch the Jayquan? I, I yo, seen I it on my YouTube. Again, everything's on YouTube. Did you I watch didn't it? watch it yet. Yo. He was ex- everybody on the bus smell. He <laughs> was explaining the 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 tipsy record and how all that shit came about. So it's weird that in 2018 <laughs> we're having a Jaquan yeah. breakdown, but whatever. He just won't go away. Jaquan, his mom put him out when he was 12. Okay, because he wanted to rap, and his mom was like, "You gonna either go to school or you gonna rap." And he was like, "I'm out, deuces." Nigga was sleeping in his uncle whip. And doing music, and he started doing like local shows, whatever, whatever. Somebody knew somebody, put him on the phone with the track masters or track boys, track boys, and he started moving with them. Wound up meeting L.A. Reed. L.A. Reed was like, "Oh, I want to hear you rap." He came up to L.A. Reed office. He said it was packed in L.A. Reed office, and he just started going for his, just doing wild shit. And at the end of it, he mooned L.A. Reed, <laughs> and he was thinking like, "I blew this shit," but you know they gonna remember me. And L.A. Reed and was like, "No, we fucks with you. We, we gonna sign you." And they signed him. So he had did the album, and he played him hood hop. Yeah, he's like, "I already had hood hop," and that was gonna be my. My single, and yeah. he was like thinking to himself, like I need something, like, and he he linked up with the Track Boys, and they played the beat for Tipsy, and he was like, it came on, and I was like, one, 
here come the the two into the three into the four. And he was like fucking around with it. And he was like, yo, that's it. I right, keep that. And he went in and did it. And he was like, let's do the whole song like this. And that became the one, here come the two to right. the three to the four. And he was like, JD, who was like his mentor and shit, he played it. And JD was like, nah, that ain't it. <laughs> Chief call, you know what I'm saying? Like Jay, Jay, Chief on line five. Chief on five. He was Jay. He, he straight said Chief on the conference line. Pick he, up. He straight said JD was like, yeah, nah, that ain't it. Damn. And he went to LA Reed, like around JD, and LA Reed was like, this is it. This is gonna be a hit. This is gonna be around for the next twenty years. Let's do it. And he was like, this shit blew and wound up. Yeah. It's still yo. He gets money from Pepsi off of that shit. From a joint he had everybody in the club drinking yeah. Pepsi, like all of that shit. <laughs> oh, like, shit. and uh, I was looking at another joint because it made me go onto YouTube, of course, and it was showing how rappers who had one hit wonders and shit, well, artists who had one hit yeah. wonders, who you think like, oh, he had a hit and he just did. It shows how they still make money from the songs getting played in movies, and yeah. it said Tipsy's worth like one point four million a year. So just waking up, he's a millionaire. It, he he still got a nice little place. He had jewelry on. But they said shit. that um he's. Somehow, some way, he's caught a resurgence and he's doing shows again. The, like you, because the like he's shit, touring again. the shit will be in a movie. And think about it. When uh, what was the white girl that brought Missy out at the Super Bowl? Um, wait, was it Katy Perry? Katy Perry. Yeah, she brought Missy out at the Super Bowl. They said Missy album shit went like to Top the roof. <laughs> they said motherfuckers was showing Facebook posts where white folks was like, oh, "This Missy Elliott, she's talented." Uh, you know, I, I, Katy Perry's dope for bringing new artists to the limelight, and it's just like Missy a legend. Twenty years, but <laughs> but motherfuckers that's, just they just they just don't know. That's like one of those things that I think people are not being serious. Like people saying, "Oh, well, Kanye brought this." Uh, uh, Paul McCartney guy out of nowhere. <laughs> but, but no, like, but it, what it be is that if you're so entrenched in one genre of music, like you think about think about know. motherfuckers who we know who really, really argue and get down with rap all the time. If you say Ace of Bass to him, like nigga, fuck you. Who? <laughs> Real shit. Yeah. I'm not even trying to be funny. Yeah. Go ask you. Go just go through any little Seventh Street little block you know and stop and be like yo you 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 heard a Nickelback. They gonna be like go to who? 18th and Cumberland and ask them if they know who Zayn Malik is. <laughs> no, what? Did you see my joke the other day where I was talking about the songs that play in the supermarket? No, the only one of you with you. That shit's always on in the supermarket, yeah. and it's like you don't even know who the fuck that is. But yeah. then you look and see the song is 18 times platinum, and you like <laughs> somebody got the fuck paid <laughs> off of this shit. Like when we talk about the biggest selling artists, like we talk about Drake and Lil Wayne and and Kanye and the numbers they put up. But when you look at all the other biggest selling artists of all time, it's somebody. You it's the it's Bon Jovi or the, you, the Eagles. The Eagles. They're, they're still making crazy money off a of tour and you too had like one of the biggest tours like ever in the last yeah. couple years hey, 172 years old it's like whatever <laughs> and nobody wants to hear that shit but somebody somewhere wants to hear it apparently and and remember what, the uproar that everybody had on social media when they put the when apple put the youtube album on everybody's phone yeah. and niggas lost it like, it's, it's crazy but it's just like yeah like i, I see how a song like tipsy because that shit was a smash yeah. I can see how that still makes that much money. Downloads, all that shit. It's fucking Sir Mix-A-Lot, Vlad interview. One of the best interviews I've seen in the last 10 years. He said that uh, Baby Got Back has generated $100 million. I can believe it. $100 million. He said, I just got another crazy check when fucking Anaconda went number one. Dog, it's on, ain't it on like a Burger King commercial? My yeah. buns, unless my buns, <laughs> some shit. I can't think of the joint, right? but it's on, it's... 
when it do it's sh- a part of culture. When it do shit like that, it's like uh, Vanilla Ice, Ice Ice Baby, or MC Hammer. Uh, yeah. Can't touch this. That shit's never going away. It's yeah. just gonna be here forever. I but, heard uh, Bumani Jones interview him before, and they literally go into like every part of that, like all the money that song's making twenty five years later. It's crazy. Like it, you, you get a, and I'm saying it to, I'm like I'm you cutting a record, ahead of dog. I'm like you get a <laughs> hit, a hit. Like Migos, Bad and Bougie, or Stir Fry, yeah, they're ne- they're gonna be around yeah, for the next and, 15, and, 20 and they years. And they put two back to back. They're just gonna be here forever. They're just not going. Stir to Fry work. was the official song of the NBA All Star Game. Real shit. The Migos were the fucking talent ambassadors for the fucking NBA for the it's, whole season. It's nuts. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's nuts. Like you look at somebody like Jay Z with the extensive catalog Jay Z has. Just timeless records, classic yeah. records. Empire State of Mind is the one that's going to make the money. And it's yeah. just for, for years. That and Run This Town. New York. That shit, with that hook, it's yeah. just going to make money forever. So it's, yeah. it's, I can understand how a song like Tipsy can still generate money. Big money. Good money. Yeah. you know. But yeah, it was, it was a dope little read and shit. I mean, dope little watch. You know what I mean? So That's dope, man. Well... The uh, hometown hero, uh, Meek Millie, dropped his album this uh, past Friday, Championships, um, to a lot of fanfare. You know, uh, Drake posted the album yeah. three times. <laughs> What's the video where Drake is... Magic it, Johnson and Isaiah Thomas. No. It's an actual rap video of his. It's a feature oh, a he video. did with somebody. He's in L.A., and he's outside of a Lamborghini walking down the street. Oh, the uh, YG video. The YG joint. Somebody took that clip and posted it. It was like Drake running to post Meek album so he don't get in trouble. <laughs> it was him doing the little jogging. Man, I, I went on Drake page. He had the album posted twice. Yeah. Then he had the video, the face-over joint yeah. with the Magic Johnson, Isaiah Thomas shit. That then you went funny. on his story, that was and then he had... The Jay-Z yeah. uh, verse posted yeah. on there. I saw you. Yeah, he ain't fucking around yeah, this nah, time. Nah, fuck that. I, I'm not going through the bullshit. <laughs> I ain't got time for it. Right? We, we got, Drake got 12 top 10 hits this year. Most ever. That's nuts. Top 10s. 12 of them. That's crazy. In a year. We're going to get to the Drake yeah, talk we'll later. Yeah, we'll get to all that bullshit. He just like, did some whole other yeah. shit. But we're going to get to the Drake talk later. So uh, the Meek Millie album is out. Uh, championships. You got Drake on there. Cardi, Ross, Kodak. That's my favorite song on there, the Kodak record. Uh, Future, Roddy Rich, and the fucking verse of the decade, apparently, from fucking Jay-Z. I ain't going that far. That shit is phenomenal. And he's 98 years old, and he shouldn't be still rapping as good. And I know LL Cool J is somewhere with his fist balled up because he's been trying to tell everybody the last 20 years that Jay-Z ain't that. And he just keep coming back and keep but let, figuring but this let, shit let, out. We get into the Jay shit in a minute. Let's start with the actual yeah. album. All right, so... Knee jerk reaction. People L- saying this. Love, a, this. love, shout out, love. Love said it best the other day. Between this album, wins and losses, and DC Four, this is what this is all Meek could have done after back to back. He ha- like this is the way yeah. you respond. Like Jay Z, essentially after Ether, like yeah. Black Album couldn't been trash. Like Black Album had to be as good as it was yes. for motherfuckers to really be like. Nah, Jay's still that. You gotta redeem like, yourself. Yeah, nah, like Jay's still that guy. You know what I yeah. mean? 
DC4 was good. Wins and losses is great. Wins and losses is, we talked about this yesterday amongst ourselves, but wins and losses is on the border of being like a modern class. Wins and losses like, is great. And its replay value is what's pushing it that way. Like if it was on a, like if the source had any credibility, it would be like a four and a half mic album. Like it's mm. a very, very good album. And the highs on that album are so quality because he put the features in the right place. Putting mm. Thug on Wee Ball, uh, and he didn't have a lot of features on fucking wins and losses. I still think nineteen forty two flows is one of the best flows, songs I've heard. Uh, save me, yeah, like it, it was it, wins and losses was nuts. And and now following with this album, and I look at this album almost like it's like you compared it to volume two. Mm-hmm. Like I I can see that to a certain extent. For me, this album feels more like volume three, where it's like. You can see Meeks going into another realm. Like when Volume Two came out, it was like, "Oh, Jig is this that nigga? He he got Beanie now. He got Bleak, and it's just like Jesus Christ. The the the, the production, the shit he was doing with Rough Riders. It was just like yeah. everything was aligning. When I say Volume Two, Volume Three. I, I to compared me was, to Volume Two because of the features. I can understand. That's why I said I understand. Features. But for me, it was like Volume Three with Jigga was like he had big pimping on there. With that verse, that second verse, that, yeah. that the the video version yeah. on his canopy, my stamina be, and I, it was just like shit like that where it was just like, damn, Jay's going into another realm with this rap shit, yeah. like, and then do it again with the Beans feature, and then the fact that on the cover of the album he has the rocker wear jean jacket on, it's just it was like a prelude to what was gonna become, right. and that's kind of how I feel looking at this championships, Joan, and seeing Meek on CNN, seeing him kicking it with the governor and shit, it's just like yeah. Meek got a shot to really, really be. Um, yeah, that. I mean, we've talked about it for years amongst ourselves, even before we had the podcast. I said it's two guys alive that got the shot to be the next Jay Z. It's J. Cole and, and Meek Mill. And J. Cole's those not are taking only, showers. Those right, are the so. only two fucking candidates. J. Cole want to be a dirty rich nigga and wear sandals with socks and shit like yeah. that. That's his prerogative. I'm with it. Whatever. I think Joe, J. Cole is doing karate. He's like, <laughs> like he just strikes me as like one of them He's like a seven guys. foot tall Jaden Smith or yeah. some shit like that. Like, I'm, uh, whatever, J. Cole, cool. I'm with it. Have fun. Enjoy yourself. Meek, in terms of the stature, the physical build of him, the look of him, um, his fan base being a majority street fan base and literally being the only street rapper out other than like fucking Pusha T. Mm-hmm. There are no gangster rappers. Like, even like a Kodak is not really like, he do gangster shit, but he's not really a gangster rapper. He makes like YG he makes is a gangster rapper. But he don't make gangster music. Yeah, and that's like, why I'm just he like... He wears dress shoes with white socks. That's why I was going to go to, so, the, to the shoes. So it's like <laughs> Meek down to the aesthetic, the look, yeah. the fucking being tall, the trench coats, the Tims, and the, the Scullies. And it was like, the whole look of it is like, this is like Jay, the modern Jay. Like, yeah. And all he got to do is transfer his street fan base into a pop. Yeah, a, into a like one me, like me, like Meek could come to your wedding with a suit on, a lot of ice, and a ski mask and you with a little it. DC on, and you wouldn't even like trip off of that. Like, like oh, oh shit, what up, cuz? Appreciate you coming. Through. Like, it wouldn't even like trip it, you out. It's it's just like it's it's the whole package because it's like we remember Jay with the platinum jewelry and then this and that. like Meek is the dude. What do we? The, Jay take your do rag off. I hit a U turn. Mom I'm dropping you back off. off. So it's just like yeah. it's certain shit to where it's like he's entrenched in the street part of the culture, but now he. He's 
on Ellen. He's made himself something else completely because of the social justice shit and all of that. Mm-hmm. So now he has an opportunity to bring them two worlds together. I said, and that's the Jay-Z can, shit. Can we acknowledge that I said, I think I said on like the third or fourth episode of this podcast, when the whole shit with him and Nicki Minaj is done, Nicki Minaj is going to fall apart. Her fans are going to completely flip on her, and Meek's going to be the biggest star on earth. Yeah. I said the shit. And you see now, Meek has more Instagram followers than Puff. Yeah. Like, he's a superstar. More than Puff, more than Ross, more than majority of these motherfuckers. A lot of these motherfuckers. More than Wayne. You know, it's just like, he's become an a entity yeah. to, like, it, to where, yeah, Meek can sell... Boxers, he can sell BMX gear. He can. He do. got niggas wearing Puma. Like, yeah. and he got young niggas aspiring to be like Meek. That's mm-hmm. the Jay Z shit. Yeah. Like NBA Young Boy, his name is Young Boy because of Meek. Yeah. Like he's like Meek and then be saying Young Boy. Da, 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 so I just made my name NBA Young Boy. Roddy Rich is like, yo, I need a Puma deal. Da, da, da. That's from Meek. That's mm-hmm. not from nothing else. Like, and then he falls up under Meek. So it's like, yo, when you see the way he impacts the culture. And then to have the records to back it up now, where it's like, this ain't no perfect album. We ain't going to sit here and cap and be like, mm-hmm. oh, it's the greatest album ever. But he got moments on this record that's like, ooh. Like. But see, and that's, that's where it's like, I, I don't want to be like, I'm not hating because I'm I'm happy for him. To see him make the Forbes list, to see him like really get back after all the jail bullshit is just like, damn. And I was saying it to myself. I'm like, just looking at the the energy around the people around yeah. the album, around the the entertainment industry. Like I'm seeing people that no, don't normally talk about music talk about this shit was on Sports Center. Yes. And it's just like <laughs> I'm saying it to myself, I'm like, yo, Meek might do 500 first week. Yeah, like I, 500. I, I, I might do what Wayne did. I did as might not. It wouldn't be shocking to see Meek have one of the five best selling albums of this year. He's not going to do Drake. He's not going to do Beer Bones and Bentley, and he might not catch Astro World. But he might do uh, Kod. Yeah, I, might do J Cole number. Real shit. It, it, and and that's where I'm just like, damn. To, and to do that and not have. Beer Bones and Bentley had motherfucking Rockstar. Right. You know, Astroworld has sicko mode. J- Drake is, you know, that's Drake. Right. He has everything. Right. It's like, but to Meek don't even, like, he don't got that that boom right. song. It, yeah. We didn't hear none of the shit till the album. Damn. We didn't hear none of the shit till the album dropped. Right. It's cool. But yeah, like, to see him do those numbers with... Nothing crazy behind yeah, it. Without no uh no extensive streams. Like you don't see him tearing the streaming chart up or this, this and that. But when you look at that radio chart, Dangerous is number one on the fucking radio chart because Meek has a different type of a follow. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yo, once you had he still has the terrestrial radio people. Mm-hmm. So when you put that with the new motherfuckers in the streaming audience and all of that shit. You can sell a lot of fucking records. You can go and get 150 racks for a show. You can go to Dre's in Vegas and get $245,000 for your welcome home party mm-hmm. because you're bringing together all these different audiences. Right. And that's what fucking Jay-Z did better than anybody. Right. Better than Nas. Better than who the fuck else was? Method Man. Better than all of Are you talking about from his era? From his era. Well, I ain't going to lie. DMX was better than him at that time. At his, at at, his at, height? At, at, the, at the peak, at the, the apex? Peak? DMX. 
just didn't last long. It just it was only two and a half weeks. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. yeah. No, but X was you ever watched that joint where he performed where the whole Ireland yeah, the whole was universe there? was there. Yeah, the whole Ireland was there. It's like, all right, yeah, no. X was that because X was the guy that wound up going to do movies and do like yeah. he was the one that was the total package. Cause X was dead ass on a song like Arr, Arr, I rip a bitch head off. And girls was like, Oh my god, I love it. Rip my head off. <laughs> I'm with it. Like X was barking on tracks yeah. and people wound and then up. Then he had him. belly and then he you know I'm saying he had the Romeo must Leo. die and every motherfucking thing else to where he started exit wounds, never die alone, all that bullshit. We started the show talking about genius and crazy. X was a lightning rod mm-hmm. and the whole problem with being as talented as he is is that you got some kooky shit going on in your fucking head and at some point it's going to implode or you have some fatal flaw that's going to drop you off a fucking cliff. Any, because I, I, I know a lot of y'all might not have ever seen it. If you get a chance, one of the classic Breakfast Club interviews was when DMX was on The Breakfast Club. Oh, so I hate Drake face and all that, that shit. That <laughs> dog. When DMX was explained, DMX got locked up for impersonating a federal agent. You knew that, right? <laughs> yes. He pulled a motherfucker over and was he was high on crack and was impersonating a federal agent. When DMX told Charlemagne and them, like, yeah, so I pulled him over and, you know, he's like, it went left because he wasn't respecting my authority. And not that I have any authority. <laughs> no, listen. 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 When I tell you, I literally screamed. That nigga said, yeah, he wasn't respecting my authority. Not that I have any authority. <laughs> like, you ain't lying. X was that gray area between He's genius right and fucking and it crazy. Really, and, it, and it really, did, and anybody that knows him would tell you, it didn't even depend on the day. It depends. <laughs> On the hour, like at one o'clock, DMX is like serene. He walking around the crib, he making niggas waffles, and then an hour and a half later, he's speeding through the desert in Arizona, and you holding on to that little oh shit, John, up above the window of the car, like that. If you watched, uh, what was the the documentary they had? The big joint, uh, backstage, backstage. The nigga was in the Ritz Carlton. In the lobby with a pit bull, and and he's in the the lobby, no shirt on, with a pit bull barking in his own world. Pit bull barking, <laughs> going crazy. White dude came, white man with a golf shirt tucked into some chinos. He, he watch it. He came off the elevator, saw exit the pit bull. Oh shit! Backed <laughs> up, or because that's just not some shit you see in the in the Ritz Carlton lobby. It's just a nigga with no shirt when on. When I paid my uh, four ninety nine no. at night, I was not expecting Dude. Cujo to be here. X was fucking nuts. But yeah, Meek really, he, he has a situation where he can bring so many people together, like yeah. you said. And you got the bike culture. You got the, the old terrestrial radio fans. You got the Philly motherfuckers who hate everything but love Meek. Yeah. You got the New York. You got the, you got the, That's definitely a, a little section of the world. You got the New York motherfuckers that is dying for somebody from the East Coast to get back on top. Yeah. Like, it's so much. Like, the New York motherfuckers want somebody from the East to get back on top. So bad They championing Tory Like oh. the Crip niggas From New York Is running around with Tory Like he's like The East Coast they, they champion tried, They, they, tried, they with tried everything Dave East it's like they What's, tried what's the everything. other boy That's always on Instagram Counting money Uh Don something Don, Don Q they, they, They're Don trying Don Q A Boogie They trying They hard 6 9 <laughs> they, they trying whatever New York niggas Getting behind anything 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 hot So let's do this real quick <laughs> How do you? What do you rate the album? Um, I'm what gonna does give, Chad rate the album so, out of ten? I'm gonna get an album an eight out of ten. 
Eight out. Why do you give it an eight? I'm gonna out get an eight out of ten. What uh, are its pros? What are its cons? And then I'll... uh the the number one con is that it's too long. Mm-hmm. Um, a second con is that a couple of the songs kind of serve the same purpose. They're a little bit redundant, which is kind of what happens when you get into a longer album. Right. The pro, the clear cut pros of the album are a memorable, timeless Jay Z feature. You reconcile with an enemy, and a, a former friend became enemy, back friends again with mm-hmm. Drake. So you saw this reunion with that. You got Kodak on, on a dope record in a moment where it's like you kind of showing niggas every feature don't have to be a feature. Mm-hmm. It could be a, just a change in vocal tone or just a person on a hook or whatever, and it's kind of clever the way he did that because now you get a nigga featured on a record and it's like Offset featuring 21 Savage and it's like 21 Savage on the hook and he got the first verse and Offset got one verse and you're like well who fucking song is this right. so he kind of did it in the old school mm-hmm. way where it's like yo you patch a nigga in here da 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 um, from what I'm hearing so far people don't really necessarily care for the future record it's just a song mm-hmm. um, and but you got records like the uh, the intro I love I've listened to that 15 times on my way here today. Trauma is my second favorite song on the album, which is number two. Um, What's Free is crazy. We talked about that. The Championships joint is dope. Um, And I even like the Cardi record for what it is. I understand, like, it's not really car music, but for the clubs and for how these girls respond to Cardi is a brilliant move to to do that. So I just kind of think he put a lot of people in their right place and kind of brought them into his world. And he not really reaching on none of these records in terms of trying to get his point across. And it's not Audemars Patek. Bust down. It's not that. It's mm-hmm. real content on the album. He's saying some like enlightening shit and talking about his experience in prison and going in front of the judge and his emotions attached right. to it and being introspective as opposed to just being like a brash young dickhead. Right. I agree with pretty much everything you said right there. I give the album right now a 7.4 out okay. of 10. That's where I'm at with it right now. Do I feel like it's too long? Not necessarily. Not necessarily. I just feel like the continuity of the album kind of all over the place. It's just it. It's it's like the intro. It's not great to me. I, I when I hear, you know, it's a Phil Collins sample on there. Word, what song? In the air tonight, Nick. I'm thinking that's about to be like the greatest shit ever. And and <laughs> when it was just like. You know, I, I, it's cool. Yeah. You know, it's cool. You know, like, like, yeah, it's cool. Like, you know, like, <laughs> oh, fuck with it's cool. Oh, it's cool. Like, <laughs> trauma, crazy. It's just that's a good like that's how you use a mob deep sample and go into some mob deep shit that Prodigy would have done. Like, yeah. that was perfectly put together. When Uptown Vibes comes on, I feel like I'm in the fucking poppy store. I, 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 I literally... You see, I didn't mention that. When it came on, I was like... Because I'm listening to the album, driving the car, and like, yeah. tra- get away. And then, you know, trauma's on. And it's just like, I'm riding. Like, I, that's knocking. And then I'm like, oh, shit, my phone. I'm, I'm thinking something <laughs> happened. You know what who I'm put saying? It, who put who, Julio Iglesias on here? And I'm like, oh, no, this is the joint. Like, yeah. and, and then it's, it's a fab feature, which ain't like... I don't hate the fab. I, I, I'm a I'm a harsh fab critic. I, I don't hate. I the don't. Fab I don't hate the fab feature, but it's a fab feature. Do that make any sense? Yes, I get what you. Like, I don't necessarily hate the Grant Hills from Fila, but they ain't for you. But they. 
think it's sneakers. There's just no reason to have them on. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and then the other guy, uh, and Quilio, I didn't even. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, you know, that's the guy that 6ix9ine got the small right. Spanish record. Right. With. So he's I, like blowing up in that yeah, world. Yeah, like, in that mark. I can understand the play. Yeah. Makes sense. Well played. The execution sucked. The, it just. I, for, to have. Because historically, the number three song on your album is the. Number three should have been What's Free. Number three on Blueprint is H to the Izzo. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, your number three track is supposed to yeah. be your. Yeah, no, number ju- number three should have been was free to keep the continuity. continuity num, num, number three on if you're reading this is too late is is uh ten bands. Like your number three is just uh, we going out of this. Number three on Carter three is a milli. Right. Like it just <laughs> your number three is supposed to be like we just out of this oh, world with it. That's a good, some good analysis. And 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 then 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 I just probably store vibes. Yeah, exactly. The Cardi record. I, I didn't need I'm not a huge I like Cardi But I I, I fell in love with Cardi After seeing her at Vanity Grand I fell I, in I, love with I, that woman I like her I, I don't I don't Me I'm not a Cardi music person So it's like I yeah. guess it's for people But just I know It's for a certain segment Of the yeah, population Yeah I get it But just right there In the album I just was like Nah It should have been like Championships That's an amazing record Amazing record I love championships I would have liked to have seen that Up a little higher Yeah But it's like You figure you go from The intro Where you talking your shit Trauma Where you explaining Your motherfucking pain And everything you've gone through With your son And everything with the judge To 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 the poppy vibes and then fucking the Cardi record, then you come right back to what's free, where you going back into and it's just they it's, fuck the track listen up. It's 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 it moves around too much. The um the Drake feature, y'all know I love Drake. I even on that John, I'm just like, why is this on here? I just like, think I, I know that record going to run the club. I know it, why it, it's on. Yeah, it should have it, it almost damn should have been a loose here? record. It, it should have been like a loose record, like something that came out like a week after the album. Or and whatever I can understand like Drake's play on it. Yo, I give you a feature. You know, I'm not coming to Philly or anything like that. <laughs> I got nine shows in California, but it's like I send you a little something, put it on the album. Yeah, it's gonna. It. I saw. It, I you. I comment on it, cracking the fuck up. Like for everything that everybody's talking about and all this shit, the number one joint on iTunes is. The, the, the Drake feature Of course it is And I'm just like That's funny as shit like it's, Of course it is So it's like I understand the play And why yeah. it's there But um The drum with LMA is dope 24-7 I like that That's record um, and, and Cold Hearted too Is just I, I listen to about Four times a day We don't get them tracks anymore Like uh, what was Kanye's doing At the end of College Dropout Um the uh, last call, last call with tough alcohol, like where they the beat go and they just talk and yeah. like yo, this is what it like. So I liked hearing yeah. that, but um, it's got good, it's got really good songs. I told you, Championships, Cold Hearted Two, and Trauma are my favorite joints yeah. on there. Um, the What's Free, John. We're gonna we're gonna die. we can do it right now. Right. Uh, What's Free, Meek's verse was dope. I like Meek's verse. He was talking good talk. Ross versus all that. Yeah. It has absolutely nothing to do with the zero. Song. And I, I made a post about it that like <laughs> went many viral the other day because the shit was all on Facebook. And it's like, you can dead ass get Ross in the booth and be like, yo, um, this song, we're going to talk about our, our childhoods and how rough it was. You talk about how rough it was for you in Miami. I got say you. less. Say <laughs> nothing. Get in the booth and he's like, ball main down to the floor, <laughs> fat boy and wing style. It's just like, he's all over the place. He be crushing it. Yeah. But nothing to do with the record. Nothing to His do with it. His verse on accident murderers angers me. But he kills it. 
We grew up doing graffiti now, hollow heads getting heated, like, what seated the fuck in foreign are you cars, talking about? constantly getting <laughs> weeded. What do you say to uh how the uh grip the tech off the shelf, inshallah? <laughs> Them walls of a rich nigga. Woof! Like it has it's nothing like, to like do. Gross. What the fuck? But he was fucking it and up. And then Nas comes back on <laughs> after that shit. Furthering his point of the record. gold chains, old drug dealers. Whoop. It has nothing to do with the record. And they're like, (laughs) killing it though. (laughs) And then of course the J feature that it had everybody talking. Can I tell you why I like it and then tell you why I don't like it? Rock out. All right. The floor is yours. I have changed my stance. And this this is, I'm doing it on air for everyone. Nas is my favorite living rapper. Okay. Just because as growing up, I loved Nas. When I heard Nas is like, when I heard all, like, Nas was my guy. Jay-Z is the best living rapper. We get that and we understand. Correct. His talent level is the best. The execution of a lot of shit with Jay sometimes be like, hmm. you know what I mean? The verse was all that. I the 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 he was hitting them like it's Jay talking his Jay shit. I've been that dude where I can get on a track and stunt and flaws and just verbally shit on everybody and anybody for twenty plus years. So I can I've been doing this since ninety six. Yeah, it's two thousand and nineteen practically. I'm the goat at it. Let me talk some shit. I can talk to y'all about really being almost worth a billion dollars. I can talk to y'all about really running circles around these motherfuckers as far as business. I get, I, we get it. The thing that angers me with Jay, with this, with this verse in particular, Jay-Z is 70, and he compares his 70-year-old life to, to 25-year-old rappers. And that shit bothers me because it's like it's like backdoor shots for the sake of backdoor shots. Because realistically, Blueprint 3, Jay-Z was telling me about now we on Billboard. and But now you at 60, who doesn't even really rap for a career, is like, y'all fucking with Billboard? And it's like... And you've been fixing the fight for yourself on Billboard yeah. the last 10 years. So it's just like, I look at Jay like, your contemporaries, it would be weird, but... Throw shots at Nas. Throw shots at Meth. Throw shots at LL. Throw shots at DMX. So people you, from your generation, dude. Like you can't compare you at six. Like that's you, like you can't compare you at the end to guys that are seven, right. eight, ten years in. Like like motherfuckers that I work with, they got thirty five years in. They literally do all kinds of crazy shit, and it's like they get caught doing something. It's like I just retire. Fuck them. We don't got that same luxury with right. nine years. In, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's just like, it's it's like a fixed fight for the sake of a fixed fight. And it's, I, my thing is when I look at Jay-Z, when Reasonable Doubt, Volume 1, Volume 2, Jay-Z was what, 30? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But if you look back, he's always been there. He no, no, no. He said, rookies blame it on the age. But difference. no, but this is my thing. Jay didn't have years that are as good as these niggas' young years. Kendrick Lamar just made $56 million this past yeah. year. Drake last year made $92 million, $94 million. Like a 60-piece. Like, like motherfucker, you at your young, your 20, late 20s, early 30s, you weren't ripping off 50, 60 million a yeah. year. So don't turn around and try to play them <clears throat> for having... It's, it, and, and the weirdest shit with me is like, everything Jay said in his verse that everyone loves... Is the same. I mean, verbatim, the same exact shit Dame said in his Breakfast Club interview that y'all hate. 
Y'all got a boss? What's your boss name? The weird boy with the toupee? Come on, my son has cookies! Like, it's the same shit. I got title, I got say. I got da-da-da. Fuck wrong with y'all. Like, I do what I want. My hair growing long, nigga. Y'all y'all still out here working for motherfuckers? It's the same exact shit. And motherfuckers like, oh man, this is the greatest fucking thing I ever but heard. you know what it is? Just... It's, we got picks. You got we got we, picks. we got picks. And sometimes the message is less important than the messenger. Exactly. And it sucks. But because me and you are Dame Dash guys, we love Dame. And but Dame. My, I'm not taking on the, the 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 verbiage and the way he was coming off in the verse. He killed it. Yeah. He's easily going to be in the running for verse of the year when I do that shit next week. So it's like there's no way around it. He killed it. But the the shit he's saying, throwing the undertone. off. I ain't got a billion streams, but I got a billion dollars. Jay, you 65. You. And you made a lot of money from clothing, liquor, things outside of the rap arena. So you're like dissing motherfuckers for running up streams and killing it on some rap shit when y'all not on the same playing field. Yeah, but and, and, and to be fair, when you was selling five million records, you was telling everybody that you sold five million records. That was your part of your whole campaign. I, I still saw more than Will Smith. That that was a that Jay, was part of your your verbiage. And that, that was just and that be my joint. It's like. If you want to, you you can't tell me at sixty five about everything you've done and the how you fucking the game up. Because <laughs> like you, you you can't tell me at at that stage of your life just how ill it is compared to somebody who's. 28 like you can't yeah. diss the Migos when the Migos just had like we just said the the song of the NBA you know what I'm saying yeah. like you can't diss them for having a song that does seven eight nine times platinum in streaming when we're in the streaming era yeah. and turn around and you look and you see motherfuckers is making just as much hey Taylor can you give me some paper towel real quick like you can't um grab that cord like you can't diss them for Doing what they do yeah. and making the money because it's like, like I said, you look at the Forbes list, Kendrick going there on 50 mil. Drake on there this past year at 40 mil. I think Jay this past year made like 70 or 80 or something like that. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, Jay had a great year. But you look at it last year, Jay made 46, Drake made 94. Yeah. Are, are, is it still corny to have a boss or to be working <laughs> with Apple? Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like... It's like just saying it for the sake. And then you got the the the, the boy who got on the bus and you know, I only got a dollar eighty. Tell me how <laughs> y- you know what I'm saying? Tell me how, yeah, like Jay talking that talk, like niggas still worried about having bosses and shit. And I'm like, you need nigga, you're homeless. You need to get a boss. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's just, that was my only knock with it. But as far yeah. as the rapping, it's great. But it just it at times it'd be like hearing sixty year old Jay. Compare himself to 28 year old Migos or 23 year old 21 Savage. It's just like, like you dissing niggas for the 360, which we kind of know the 360s is nuts. But Jay was in a 360. That's the craziest (laughs) shit ever, right? (laughs) Your deal with Live Nation was a 360. It's it's just like, and I honestly just don't think people know or understand. Madonna was in a 360. A lot of them was. You too was in a 360. Like, Like, so yeah, it's cool to, to diss Takashi like, oh, you got a 360, but Takashi out here ripping off motherfucking 100 bands a show. Yeah. Whereas in your time period, nobody was ripping off 100 yeah. grand a show because that's just not what it was. So you look at it now, like we just talked about earlier with Jaquan, you get a hit, you'll pay that money. Like you spoke about last week, you'll pay that money for the motherfucking feet for the... Uh, the sample and all of that bullshit. Because you like, yo, I'm going to go on the road and pick up seven. Fucking the Gucci gang nigga made $7 million. Yeah. 
That's nuts. <laughs> That's insane. From a song that didn't do crazy charting. Lil Pump. Yeah. Lil Pick, Pump's one of my favorite rappers, by the way. One of Pick, my favorite little pink-haired new niggas. Picked up 7 mil on that shit. And it's yeah. just like, yeah, like I, it'd be irritating me at times just hearing him compare his older life to the life of motherfuckers who's still writing their story. Yeah. And then when I sit back and I look at, like, we talk, we going to talk about it, the whole Drake yeah. shit. It's just like you see motherfuckers having a better music career. And I got in an argument with that the other day at the, um, the barbershop. One of the barbers was like, so you you think Jay ain't had the best career in rap? I'm like, he has the greatest career of anyone who's come from rap. Maybe Will Smith. Yeah. Arguably. Yeah, but that's adding all the other ancillary. But I'm into I'm the like picture. what Jay-Z is the greatest person to come from rap. Yeah. Does he have the greatest rap career? I honestly don't think yeah. so. I mean, and the, and the thing is, it's like, all right, looking back a couple years ago, that whole beef with Baby and Jay and all that started because Baby said, how can a nigga be the best rapper if he don't make the most from rap music? He said, these niggas is making money from selling everything but music. Mm -hmm. He said, but when we go on tour, we got the highest grossing tours. We fucking put albums out, we sell the most albums. We fucking... Uh, Sell the most, you know what I'm saying, singles, whatever, whatever. I remember, Rimtones, all I remember of that for shit. like a good couple of years, that Forbes top five, it was Dre, Puff, Jay, Birdman, and 50 Cent. It was them five like every yeah, year. Wayne was and, right there. And everybody that was on that list was 50, music, clothes, video games, Jay, Rockefeller, I mean, Rockaware, fucking liquor, Dr. Dre, headphones, Puff, Ciroc, all this other shit. Birdman, it, that, selling that shit wasn't from the lugs. We just literally outgrossing motherfuckers when it come to music. When you look at the top 10 hip hop tours of all time, number two is Watch the Throne, Jay-Z and Kanye. Number one is the Summer 16 tour. Jay isn't on the list again. Drake's on there five more times. <laughs> like out of the top 10 grossing tours in rap history, Drake got six of them. Drake versus Lil Wayne is one of the top grossing tours yeah. of all time. Drake with Future on the, the, the European leg with Thug. <laughs> that shit is one of the top grossing tours of all time. It's just like, the fuck? Yeah. And then like I said, when you sit back and you see that article that came out yesterday, yeah. it's just like, now I, now right, I get as it. As a precursor to this article. The other day, no, no. Before I get into the whole Drake shit, I love the J verse. I get. I like. I, li I really did like it. The, un I, the undertone is very. It's very Jay Z ish. It's, it's super hovish. <laughs> yeah, super it's, duper hovish. Very. The undertone is very like. I'm a. I'm a weave this web around y'all because y'all stupid and y'all gonna go with whatever I say. But in reality, I got a 20-year age gap on these niggas. Like, and it's not really the same. Like, it's not like, an equal comparison. Like when I saw Jay Z go. Guru, cut that auto tune on for me, and hear him rap a verse in autos. What remix was that? Uh, Go hard, Go hard remix where Jay Z raps with auto tune. How y'all feel about that? Chief on the line, Jay. All right, bet. <laughs> Doa, nigga, death. All it's like that. That's some Jay Z yeah. shit. Like I'm a, I'm a do it. Oh, y'all ain't fucking with it. That shit corny. We off that. Yeah. And it's like that's how Jay maneuver at times. The verse is excellent. The verse is excellent. It's an excellent verse. It's J B and J. Who? How could you not? But yeah. my only knock is, you know, U sixty four. They're get them young boys the credit that they deserve. Thirty and niggas at thirty is doing what none of y'all was doing at thirty. Yeah, excluding nobody. Excluding nobody. None of y'all was putting up 80, 90 million dollar years at thirty. Yeah. You're lying. Yep. Yeah. 
You're lying. It didn't happen. It just didn't happen that way. Yeah. None of y'all were selling what they're selling. None of y'all are doing what they're doing on the road. Yeah. So, so as a precursor to so, this, uh, real quick, go just ahead. let them become. Give give motherfuckers who give Migos a chance to really really step out and become what the fuck they gonna become because them niggas at the end of the day is still just rappers. Yeah, they rappers and killing it on show money. And and walkthroughs and shit like that. Them niggas ain't venture off and start doing clothing lines and right. business deals and tra- real estate like they like none of that shit. So it's like I mean, granted, they probably doing real estate, but it's like you you became who you became over the years. You bought rock. You sold rock aware in what like oh five, oh four oh five, oh four oh five. Like that was eight nine years after you started rap and you was later in the game like yeah. you was already 30 something in 05 cause you 60 now so you had to be 40 something and it, it, <laughs> back then. and it's just like ain't it funny how Jay be 48 every year yo I, every birthday yo, he be 48 again I said it the other day my default I'm like Jay the only person that he been 46 for 12 years I'm like this is crazy. it's crazy he been 46 since the black album like, it's crazy so I, I do think the verse was excellent it was it was well well yeah you know the the diction was everything it, the, just the, the the pacing all of it the the weaving the biggie shit the, into the, it ha, 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 ha. like it, it was perfect, it was perfect. J- and I, I told you i've changed my stance and i i see jay's the best rapper alive jay's the nigga you know i i, I was listening to uh seen it all today that song I was I put on my story. I'm that song make me feel, it makes me feel like a drug dealer all the time. Yeah, you take like, verses like seen it all. Take verses like uh, Freemason. What were y'all arguing about yesterday? It wasn't an argument, but I, I you, just basically it, it looked like an argument from, nah, from outside. Well, I was, well, here's the thing. I made the statement that Jay's verse on Drug Dealers Anonymous is average and it's overhyped. And when you look at what Pusha did, it's a lot on, of Jay stuff. When you look at what Pusha did on that record, just on the head to head against Jay. <clears throat> He left him mm-hmm. like it's too much shit in what Pusha was saying, like to the point where I want to I like want to read y'all the fucking verse. Like it's, <laughs> it's, it's too much shit that the man said to be like, oh, it was it was a tie. No, it was only a tie because y'all wanted to be a tie. It's not a tie. Jay threw the Jay didn't produce any new information in that verse to make it like a groundbreaking verse. It's like the whole shit happened with the Ether Takeover thing where motherfuckers just tried every which way they could to make it seem like Yeah. Well if you come through the back door, like, then yeah. you know, takeover's better. I'm motherfucker <laughs> asked me like, what make you what make you say Ether's better than takeover? I'm like, I heard it. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> Jay Z went on the radio crying like a bitch. Like I heard it. I'm like, it just it, it is what it is. Like and that that I said it the other day on a tweet. Y'all sit on the internet all day and just cap for what you'd like to the point where y'all opinions and your point of views aren't even realistic. I saw somebody the other day tweet album of the year still uh everything is love. And when I saw it not trying to be funny, I had to google everything is love. Like real what quick. album is this? Yeah, and I'm like the Beyonce and J. Jones and I'm like that ain't even close to album of the year and it's like I can understand the different opinions on what would be album of the year but, but it's that's just a, that's a far fetch it's, like, it's like saying Beast Mode 2 is album of the year I love Future <laughs> but it's not you know, like, and that's where I'm like y'all like love yesterday when we was talking I was like yo Keep it because he was like, What about the Drake feature? I'm like, Yo, keep it a bean. I don't even like that, John. Yeah. He like, Oh, because he see, like, I'm not, I'm objective. Like, I, I can dead ass, like, I told you, Nas is my favorite rapper. Yeah. But Jay's the best alive. And I've, 
in the last couple of years done a real good job at accepting that my favorite isn't necessarily going to be the best correct because i like it yeah. and people have this thing where it's like if i like it then it's everybody the best, should like it. and it should be and it, not and that's it, just it, not like the way i the love world kodak works. black kodak black's not the best anything but uh-huh. i love kodak black i love lil pump Little Wayne is my Little Wayne and Biggie are tied as my two favorite rappers right. of all time for two different reasons. Biggie because he's just the fucking best rapper I ever heard in my mm-hmm. whole life and Wayne because literally we our lives mirror one another. Like when I when he was 22, I was 22. Like his music was the fucking soundtrack to my growing up. Mm-hmm. And when he became the best rapper alive, Wayne, I was Riding around doing what I was doing, going to college and this, this and that and having shit going on. And that was the music that I listened to every day. Dedication one, dedication two, drought three, the fucking Carter two, the Carter three, the Carter one, like all of these fucking records, like that impacted culture. And let let us not forget the nigga got so hot that not only did Jay go fucking park his ass on the bench and go away, fifty went and sat his ass down yeah. somewhere too, because they couldn't hang with the nigga because not only was he putting out dope shit, he's putting out dope quality shit also. But I recognize through all of that that Jay is the greatest. It just mm-hmm. is what it is. Like, yeah. but my favorites don't move. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I fall in and out of love with Jay because of the Jay fanatics that overhype certain shit. When it's like, yo, Jay can have a moment where he just all right. It's okay. Like, and my and I started the whole debate with the drug dealers and I'm just saying I like the verse. It's good, but it ain't uh, it ain't like no. Out of this world yeah, shit. Right. And then uh Love was like, yeah, it's like he's like, yeah, he's like somebody asked him, what verse do Kev asked him, uh, what verse do you like better? Uh Drug Dealers Anonymous or this verse uh, on was free. And he like, the was free verse. It's not even close. Like, it's a far gap because it's like, yo, it's so many different points you gotta hit on as a rapper to score points. And I'm just cursed with fucking knowledge and knowing how to accurately score. Rap performance right. because I really, really put the man hours in and study this shit. So it's not like I'm looking at it from an analytical standpoint of like, all right, flows, uh, metaphors, similes, diction. Are you presenting new information? Uh, how did you weave in the original to mm-hmm. this? And like, how would how did you fare against the other people on the record? Like all of that yeah. goes into grading the performance of a verse. Right. So when I hear fucking pushes say. Uh, drug dealers anonymous how many madonnas can that mazda fit and i'm just like wait a second my brick talk is ominous Mm -hmm. and it's like y'all not getting none of this shit when he said i ate a z uh a bitch shoe collection take your pick life's a bitch talking about nas and az or like like it's it's different level of rap and it's okay but that Jay wasn't better than him on that record, but it just is what it is. It's not a tie. Yeah. Let's not always fix the fight for Jay. He's already Teflon. Right. Everything goes his way. Yeah. Let's not fix the fight for him. Give these niggas they credit when they do better than him. Yeah. Like, I've seen Jay have the best verse in a room full of lions. Like, I saw Reservoir Dogs. Yes. Jay had the best verse. In a room full of legends. Yeah. Jay to Kiss, Styles P, Beans, Sauce Money. It, he left, left niggas. niggas. I, I've seen it happen. But I've also seen Jay get on tracks where it's just like, you know, we we didn't really need that. <laughs> you know it's okay. Jake, Chief, on the phone, like <laughs> Chief, line six. Yeah, like monster. Nikki Nikki got him. Nikki yeah. got everybody. He's talking yeah. about ghouls and goblins and 
I've seen it happen. It's okay. But motherfuckers be almost shocked when you say Jay ain't the best on this or whatever. And it's yeah. just like, no, nah, it's it's not a given. It's like because the whole thing is, and Jay said it himself, out of how many verses that there are that, that exist of a, of a Jay-Z, he said that some, somebody going to get me on something. Yeah. So he's okay with it. Yeah. Y'all not. Real talk. <laughs> like, but what's the whole shit? You want to talk about the Drake shit? So the whole shit with the Drake shit is this. The the RIAA has said that Drake is now the greatest selling artist in the history of the United States. 220 million certified records. He surpasses Jay-Z, Kanye West, Beyonce, Michael Jackson, Janet Jackson, Whitney. Little Wayne, Whitney Houston, Bobby Brown, New Edition, The Eagles, The Beatles. Elvis Presley. Look, I'm looking at the rundown <laughs> right now. Like, this is just crazy. All right. God's plan is eight times platinum. He has three different songs that are seven times platinum. <laughs> Hotline Bling, One Dance, and the Shiggy shit. The uh, In My Feelings. That's seven times platinum already? Mm-hmm. So that's going to go diamond. Yeah. Six times platinum songs. Hold On, We're Going Home, Forever, with Lil Wayne, Kanye, and Eminem. Five times platinum songs. Jumpman, back to back, zero to a hundred. It's Wait like a Jumpman is five, five times, times platinum. It's like how do you have this many records that are five and six? No and wonder seven Future out here eight. getting bitches pregnant every week. He got a fucking song with Drake that's five times platinum. This shit is crazy. That bro. was on a fucking Jordan commercial and on an Apple commercial. Uh, so I, I want to finish. Go Let ahead. me finish. So those were six, seven, and, and five, more five times platinum. Started from the bottom. The motto: Best I ever had, and find your love. Four times platinums. Too good, passion fruit, nice for what, Marvin's room, energy, all me, and hell yeah, fucking right. Three times platinum. Know yourself, pop style, ten bands, six god, digital dash, do not disturb, feel no ways, fire under the nigga, this, this whole shit is three times platinum. It's just like, what the fuck, man? Like that that's nuts. To have that many like when you think about a song going platinum or yeah. a song going double platinum or a song going f- f- let's just take Bad and Bougie and uh Uzi song. I don't really uh Exo Tour Life. Exo Tour Life. Bad and Bougie is six times platinum. I think Exo Tour Life made it to like seven or eight. Nine. I mean, nine or right, yeah. That's that like they might not hit them again. To have you hit that on the... Like, think about this for a quick second. Nice for what is five times platinum. In My Feelings is seven times platinum. And God's Plan is eight times platinum. They're They're on on the the same same record. They're on the same rollout. That's nuts. Back to back to... They're on the same rollout. Think about this for a second. When he dropped the album, God's Plan was the number one song in the country. In fact, no, Nice for What was the number one song in the country. Nice for One had knocked out God's Plan. Yes. When he dropped the album... Nice for what got knocked out by In My Feelings. And then the next week, God's Plan came back to number one. The next two weeks, Nice for What got it back. And then In My Feelings, it just, it. It just took <laughs> it. for. They, they said the other day that uh, Scorpion passed Confessions for the most number one weeks in a calendar year. Confessions in 2004 was the songs on Confessions. Yeah. My Boo, Let It Burn, The Confessions Part 2, yeah. and Yeah. yeah. Those songs collectively were number one for 22 weeks in 2004. Scorpion, the songs on there, In My Feelings, Nice For What, and God's Plan, collective of 27 weeks with all of those songs at number one. And I'm like, 
it's still like eight weeks left yeah, in, it's not in, over. in a year. <laughs> and he already passed. A, 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 like, you don't pass a Rhythm Nation, like, milestone. You don't pass that. Yeah. You don't pass a 1962 Beatles milestone. Confessions, when we talk about the biggest albums in our generation, it's Confessions. It's Confessions. Yeah. It's Confessions. 27 million worldwide. You, when you pass in milestones from these albums, it's just like... And my, my man said it the other day. It was like, it's crazy to see because motherfuckers was like, damn, Kendrick was in front of Drake on the Forbes list this this past year because Kendrick made 56, Drake yeah. made 46. And my homie and my job was like, it's wild, though, because I was actually reading the article. From what they chart, June to June, Drake didn't tour or drop any music. Yeah, none of that didn't count yet. So he was like, this <laughs> nigga made 40 M's just on some just um, waking Drake up. shit. Yeah, I'm Drake. So he was I'm like, alive. what the fuck do that look like next year when this nigga has the biggest streaming album ever? And the biggest tour in music. About 140. He's like, what do that look like next year? And I'm like, that's what people really don't yeah. take into like consideration when they look at the... They just see Forbes list. Oh, you ain't make no money. And it'd be like, no, nah, it don't work like that. Yeah. Like, like Nicki and Cardi are going to both be on the Forbes list next year. Yeah. They weren't on this year because the albums didn't come out in the, right. the, the manner of what yeah, it is. no like, album cycle. So... Meek made 15 M's from the Slammer. Yeah. He was locked up the whole fucking... T- uh, eight out of 12 months... This this list is nuts. The songs that have gone platinum, The Language, Too Much, With You, Worst Behavior, Teenage Fever, Summer 16, Successful, Still Here, Signs, Shot For Me. How the fuck did Shot For Me go platinum? <laughs> Redemption, Practice, Pound Cake, Miss Me, Jungle, Grammys. This is on the Forbes website, mind That's you. Crazy. It's like this ain't no rant. This ain't no nigga yeah. just putting <laughs> this shit on there. Blim, Crew Love. It It's just like. Blim is two times platinum. Blim. <laughs> From a playlist album that everybody hated. Yeah. Shit is crazy, man. But that boy. Yeah. Oh, so what I was gonna say before we kind of started all this, me and Black uh was having a conversation like two months ago and he was right. like, Yo, do you think Drake music career has surpassed Kanye and Jay Z? I said, Well, if we being honest, he surpassed them five years ago. I, them, like Drake like, might have passed it, both of them with um if you're reading this, it's too late. Yeah, like, like he, he passed some guys five years ago. Like I said, because I said when you look at the music stats, Jay Z didn't get his first number one single until his '98 fucking album. Like New York was his first number one single as a solo artist. He had plenty of other records that performed. Radio, like honestly, and- Kanye and Drake, as far as what their albums do. It's more of an argument than Jay and Drake. Correct. I, and that's not a diss, but like Jay and DMX is a, more of an argument than it is for, for Jay and Drake because you almost can't even compare them because, like you said, Jay just didn't have singles that were knocking shit off in other countries right. and all that. Crazy. Kanye had Jesus Walks like, out the gate. Like, so, Drake is not from London. He has the number one song in the history of the UK. Yeah. How? Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like shit like when that. When the Beatles were from yeah. London. He's not from here. He has he's the highest selling artist, not in male America. artist in American history. Yeah. How? Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So it's like, yo, whatever the fuck they're doing, like niggas need to figure it out from them. And Jimmy Iovine said it last year when they did the uh they did the uh HBO documentary. The HBO documentary. He said he said Drake and Future the Prince are the smartest people in the music industry. Yeah. He said if I had if I was still in the music industry, 
I would hire them to run my company and just sit back and just make fucking money. Right. They're smarter than everybody. Yeah. They have this shit figured out. It's up. like, that's why I'm like with the whole J. John, like, oh, y'all worried about Billboard or, you know, this, that, and the third. And it's like, I was on a, I told my homie, he was like, how you feel about, because uh, that's another thing too. People who mistook everything Jay said, y'all weird. That's my second one for yeah. sure. Try to make like, it seem like he was dissing Kanye. They tried to make it seem like he was dissing Drake with the whole, I ain't got, got a billion, billion streams, I got, got a billion, billion dollars. dollars. And, you know, my, my homie, he was like, how you feel about him throwing shots at Drake? And I'm like, he didn't throw shots at Drake. And he was like, no, nah, because he was like, you know, y'all worried about Billboard and, you know, stand the third. Like, I don't do that. Like, you know, y'all working for these motherfuckers, you know, like. And I'm like, yeah, I, Drake probably was like, he ain't talking about me. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, because I just seen you. You just and, was and on you my tour. You just no. You just had my tour with yeah. your wife. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I just seen you. Like, yeah, no. Nah, I was just like, no, nah, that ain't like a. Drake, it's too much rolling in for 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 you to try to play me. Compare thirty one year old me to thirty one year old you, and tell me who you would rather be. That's the point I was trying to make earlier, and yeah. it's like when you look at yeah, Jay runs all these different companies and all these different things, and it's like you you make fifty million dollars in a year, and then I I don't run any of these companies. I just put out music and do what I do, and I make. Fifty million dollars in a year. It's like you can't really like yeah. play me on the. Yeah. Uh, you got a boss, and that, again, Dame Dash said y'all got bosses. Y'all crazy. And then like you know, a lot of people don't understand the inner workings of the music industry and shit that be going on behind the scenes. They were actively trying to find a buyer for title. They were like desperate, like. Please, Apple, buy this motherfucker so we can get out of this albatross because we're not making any fucking money. And, and we've hired seven CEOs in four years. Please get us from up Understand under Understand that we have a friend that works at Rock Nation. <laughs> yes. And we could tell y'all some horror stories. Like, get us from up under this, please. Like, yeah, I can And tell. that Sprint deal literally saved the company. Yeah. But that's the Jay-Z effect. Jay, he's Teflon. Yeah. Jay-Z is the only one that can sell you a failing company for $330 million for a fucking... Uh, 30% stake yeah. and come out of this shit smelling like roses because everybody wants to be in business with Jay-Z. Right. And Jay will take your motherfucking money. Yeah. That's the other thing that people be missing. Jay will take your motherfucking money. Oh, yeah. Y'all gonna be partners but he gonna take the motherfucking money. Yeah. But without no, Sprint, title goes away completely. It was over. Like if you look at all of the fucking business insider stories from around that time, they were like, how did he do this? Nobody could explain it yeah. because it didn't make any financial sense. Every audit that they had of title was fucked around. It yeah. wasn't what they said it was. The streams was was convoluted. The payments were short, mm -hmm. and people were not getting paid on time. Right. You turn around and took that and sold a percentage of it to a multinational wireless company for three hundred whatever the fuck it yeah. was million dollars in cash. And put that shit right in your pocket. Mm -hmm. Bra fucking vo. Yeah. He's a genius. He's a genius. Fucking genius. And people got charged after they canceled the uh, trial. Yeah. Did they? 30 bucks a month. Yeah. <laughs> shit crazy, man. The, um... Uh... I'm kind of over the whole 6-9 shit. At least till, like, we really, like... You figure it's fucked up that he's going to be in there till September. Yo. Waiting for his trial. I talked about it on the last show about how dirty the feds play and the fact that they just don't give a fuck about nobody no. because their whole thing is we have the propensity to go to court, but we really don't want to because we got shit like 
El Chapo and Osama bin. We got big yeah. shit to really worry about for real, for real. So this little gang prosecution is like a vanity project that they gave some nigga that was like buried in paperwork. Yeah. Yo, you want to go and investigate all the gangs in New York and clean the streets up? Just give him motherfucking shit to do. So it's not really a priority in the grand scheme of things, but because he's so popular and a lightning rod, it's getting all his media coverage. Right. The nigger media is eating the shit oh, yeah, up. They're going to town. It's ten videos a day. Yeah. Like, it's little dirty blog niggas I never heard of. Got 10 videos a day. All right, 6 9 update number 44. Like, <laughs> every day. You ain't the fuck lying. King earned it and put out seven six nine videos. He didn't snatch this person honor. He didn't drop kick this person honor. Yeah. He didn't gave Shoddy and Mel murder props. I and didn't know he was doing all of them. Dog though. man, he he's putting out five videos a fucking day. You get what I'm saying? So it's like it's so much fodder for the internet community because he's the king of the internet. Yeah. But in reality. These little developments aren't really like big developments. So, real quick, we're going to put a little nice little pretty bow on this shit and move on. The two developments this week, number one, they had so much wiretap fucking footage that they couldn't even discern who the fuck was really in the gang. Yeah. And they just found out that the number two person in the gang is not shoddy. It's Rail Murder, who's mm-hmm. Mel Murder's cousin or his brother. Yeah. So, they... Issued a superseding indictment on him. Hey, rail murder, come in here with your brothers. Yeah. You done. You off the street, nigga. The other thing is the wiretap phone conversation between Mel Murder and Shoddy might spring this nigga, Danny, if his lawyer has any sense whatsoever. They are implicitly on a call, number one, saying they're going to violate him, insinuating that they're going to murder him and that they need to talk about murdering him in person. And then the most damning part of it is that nigga's not in the gang. He was never in a gang. Yeah. That nigga's food and blah, blah, blah. He's trying to play you, shoddy. You need to do something about it. Yeah. So if his lawyer has any sense whatsoever, you go, you file an emergency petition. Blah, blah, blah. Y'all charging him as a gang chief. The evidence here clearly states he's not, that he's not yeah. even a member. The gang chief is telling you he's not even a member. And y'all charging him as a gang chief because he's the most popular one. That's not fair. There's got to be some sort of legal precedent they can yeah. tie to this shit. Danny at least gets bail at the yeah, very least and gets his accounts yeah, unfrozen. Yeah. So he can fight this shit from the streets. The whole thing of see you in September after Labor Day is like dull. That's a that's a tactic made the motherfucker make a motherfucker break. Yeah. We trying to make you take a plea for some shit that you don't have nothing to do with or make you tell. That's all that's for. And mm. when and if they go and they go through this whole trial and shit, that's gonna take two more years. So now you done sat for a year. You gotta do two more years sitting in jail while you fight the fucking case. And then if you get convicted, they gonna send you to Oklahoma some fucking where. Yeah. Or Indiana, like they did. Like the, the remember nigga the OJ trial was years. Years. Like OJ got booked in ninety four. When he actually, the day he beat the John, I was in sixth grade. That was 95, late 95. Early 96 or some shit like that. Like, it we took were, a long time. We was in, we was in, uh, this is when I was going to Spruce Hill. We were in the, the study hall and they were playing the verdict over yeah. the joint. But I, I was in sixth grade. And it's like, that shit happened. I was in fourth when they, the chase happened. And it's yeah. like, yo, that should be years fighting them fucking wild ass cases. So, it's like... I'd like to see him get out. His his album, uh, they said today, is going to be the number two in the country. Uh, Travis Scott went back in at number one. Oh, because of the tour. Yeah, I heard his aesthetics from his tour is awesome. Like his, uh, <laughs> There's a little controversy with that. Tommy uh, Lee from Motley Crue put up footage showing that uh, Travis stole 
the Ferris wheel and the roller coaster from their from one of the Motley Crue tours oh. from the nineties or whatever the fuck it is. Corny. <laughs> yeah, but he put he had receipts. But I'm like, yo, I get I get where you going, but on the same token, it's like it's never been done in the urban world, so it's not infringing on your audience. I can see if like Guns N' Roses did it, then yeah. it's like, all right, that's direct competition. It's a problem. But you know, these old guys always looking for credit for the shit that they did once upon a time. Uh do you care about the payless situation? Yo, the shit was hilarious. It man. was funny as that fuck. That was the best. That that's was the funny best. as shit. He didn't even know about it. I didn't it. even know about it. Matt said it to me. I watched the video two minute, twenty second, twenty seven second video. I'm like, yo, this is this is great. Just to show how much Sheep people like are. just how bad y'all are when y'all it comes are. to being sheep. Payless opened a fake store called Paylessy. That was the funniest part of it. Paylessy, Paylessy, Paylessy. It sounds expensive, <laughs> but they opened a store in LA called Paylessy, and basically they sold normal Payless shoes at a markup of almost eighteen hundred percent. Shoes that normally retail for nineteen and twenty nine dollars were being sold for as much as seven hundred and fifty dollars. In this store, they invited the the funniest word on earth is influencer. <laughs> I love that <laughs> fucking word now. They invited a bunch of influencers from social media to their grand opening. <laughs> this shit is hilarious. They invited a bunch of influencers from social media to the grand opening and basically had like a wild launch party, all this crazy shit. And then the influencers started shopping and buying shit. Uh. And they had motherfuckers on film talking about, oh, yeah, the quality on this is real nice. This is high-grade leather and this, that, and the third. Then as they were paying for the shoes that cost five, six, seven hundred dollars yeah. camera crews would come out Pay and explain. Execs. Yeah. I, I, hi, I'm Chris Hansen. Sit right there. It was, <laughs> it was sort of like one of those type deals. They would come out and explain to them, like, you know, we pay less execs. This is a social experiment. You know, what you're paying for are actually retail for $19 in our pay less store. And basically, they're going to do like a whole little documentary mini doc thing about it but just watching the video and it just shows how people like we talk about it a lot with fashion it's just like and you're a you i guess you could probably speak because you're a fashionista nova whatever the fuck it's called like people really do be sheep for like anything like there's a difference between high quality shit Shit you know is not going to fall apart. It's like having yeah. a car with better features or better, yeah. you know, you under the aerodynamics are different. The engine is different. You understand that aspect yeah. of it. But watching this shit is just like, y'all can't tell the difference from some cheap shit to some high end shit. Fuck no. And y'all sitting here explaining how this cheap shit is some high end shit. Why are you lying? Why are you an influencer? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's the part that kind of like was like more funny to me than anything. It's like the influencers. An influencer in- is basically like a twenty seven. 2016 forward word for like dickhead. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's just like I'm an influencer. Like, what do you do? Like, when I see that on Instagram, like, like the. Uh, Bios, yeah. I, I when I see it, it's just like it's. Oh, what's the other one now? Everybody uses. Um, let me go to a hose Instagram. <laughs> uh, let me just go to my explore page, random hoe and public figure. That's another one that I'm the just public having to. Public figure to me just sounds like whore, prostitute. Yeah. 
Because you see how, uh, just just Basically a hook. means everybody has access to you. I went to like page. a random. I just went to my explore page and saw titties. Hit the the picture, <laughs> and then I went to the ad name and the first public thing figure. public figure. It's like I don't understand. And the that. thing is, when you set up a business page on Instagram, you elect on what your title is. Like mine says entrepreneur. Okay. I could have picked public figure if I wanted to. So it's just like, yo, I guess it's like when you have nothing else going on, it's like public figure. <laughs> oh, okay. You can literally pick the shit. Mm. All you gotta do is have a business page. You can pick what you want your description to be. Oh shit. Yeah, because if you don't have an actual business yeah, or you, commodity. Like pussy is still illegal. It's still illegal. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like you can't just Yo, do you wanna real quick before we get out of here, do you wanna talk about the guys caught blowing the whistle on the sex workers? Did you see that shit on the internet? No. Alright, so there's this whole movement of guys on the internet. That like from like the gamer community and like a lot of the like nerdy guys have been blowing the whistle on online sex workers to the IRS for not paying taxes. Wow. And for doing so, you can get up to 30 percent of any monies retrieved from blowing the whistle on somebody that doesn't pay taxes. So you got like guys like soliciting like these sex workers like, hey, you know, what's your private page? Da, da, da. And then I send it to him. He'd be like, all right, bet. Submitted to the IRS. <laughs> like, they blatant with the shit. Oh, shit. And it's like a whole fucking movement of the shit going on with all these guys. And they making videos like, y'all already fucking took, uh, took our best friends from us and this and that. And now you're trying to take over the gaming community and the online community. Them with gaming sex motherfuckers ads be and this nuts, and that. yo. They crazy. They be like, you, they, don't like they don't like women in gaming. You know what I saw the other day? The dude who he recently like shot up something. It's a lot of shit getting shot up. But the he white dude he he what did he shoot up? Something recently they got shot up. Three or four people got killed or whatever. But they said on the the headline that he was an incel. Have you seen that? I actually saw uh, Vice Nudes did a piece on it. And I didn't know what this shit was. And so it made me like watch this shit. Do you know what an incel is? No. It's a community of men who are involuntarily celibate. And when when I heard it, I'm like, involuntarily celibate. Celibate is not having sex. Involuntarily means not by your choice. So you're just not getting no pussy. And... They have like banded together and they like they praise the one boy who killed he killed a bunch of people. Yeah, the the one with like that creepy like sixteen year old like talking about like how he's gonna kill people and he's like sitting yeah. in his car. Yeah, that, that he's guy. like their Jim Jones. Oh god. Yeah, yeah, like yo, this shit is nuts. And I'm like, do you know how bad it gotta be going for you to be involuntarily like, celibate? Now you got a community with other motherfuckers. Like and, and that's that's just like how nuts the we're like it's we it's we we out here. Like involuntary like we wanna fuck bitches but we can't so now shit's just not going our way <laughs> and <laughs> you they know like what I'm really like say some like disrespectful shit and, and, and they go on the internet and yeah. they like troll women it, this shit my is question, nuts my question is this for both of you guys how is there like a minimum amount of time you have to be celibate before you are then considered an incel i don't I'm, because if i'm a guy and i ain't got none in five years 
a nigga with six months under his belt, get the fuck out of here. You ain't, you can't understand my <laughs> nah, struggle. Dude, Boo this man. this man. Get him out of here. You're, you're a special breed when you like hate Boo yourself that much. <laughs> you hate yourself that much and you hate women that much. And a guy laid in five years. That's How did I enough. know you was about to say boo this man? <laughs> boo Dude. this man. But yeah, no, nah, I was watching this shit and I'm just like, yo, this is nuts. I, I And I'm, it... it I ain't gonna hold you. It, it was like kind of chilly in my apartment. I'm like, oh, this shit, it's like making me. It's <laughs> like, I gotta turn the heat up. Like, that shit sent, like, cause it, it's some scary, sick individuals yeah. out here in the world. And I'm just watching this shit, like, yo, this is, I watched the same joint you watched, Advice yeah. did. Yeah. And um, it, it, it fucked, yo. Speaking of Vice, me and Chad are trying to put together a documentary about the niggas who be begging chicks for money. And, um, <laughs> We had like a, a a fan basically like why do women do the wrong homework on men like after he ran down on you then you realize he a total fraud his watch is fake he ain't yeah. got no money nowhere to live he was driving his baby mom car all of this different <laughs> stuff and I was saying it to my homegirl the other day. I'm like, yo, when I posted that shit, like, of course I was joking. Me and Chad about doing, we, shout out Vice. We would do. <laughs> we would do. We will do the documentary. This okay, shit'll take up. four hours. It, yeah, it, <laughs> like, it'll be that easy. Dude. Like, like dead ass. You know what I'm saying? Like, but <laughs> one Instagram post, I had his fucking lobby filled up with chicken. When I stories. posted this shit on my story, about me and Chad doing the 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 piece for Vice, and then he took it and reposted it on his story. Yo, I was telling her I got so many DMs from chicks. That I spoke to a chick the other day. She said she's talk. She was talking to this guy. She met him. They went out, had dinner, whatever, whatever. They went out on a Friday, had dinner. She said they didn't make it to the next Friday. She's like it might have been like that next Wednesday. He was like he lost his debit card and had to do something. Real quick, da, need da, da, da. Money and I need right to borrow a thousand dollars, and I'm like, the niggas is going for the gusto. That dog. I'm thinking he gonna hit her for like a deuce. No, I'm like, niggas is shooting. What uh uh niggas what, shoot from Curry range? What Clay said? I'm not tripping off no missed shots. I'm gonna just keep shooting, and I guarantee they gonna fall. I'm like, God damn, like niggas really have gotten to that point where it's like, fuck it, I'm gonna go for that. Or finesse these hoes. <laughs> Yo, at my lowest, right? I'm su- yo, that's right. At my lowest. Yo, listen, At my I'm lowest. Like when I was literally doing bad. 2013. I don't know if I had enough golf for that. 2013. Dog. I'm damn near homeless. I'm living at my homegirl crib. I'm ducking off to go fuck bitches in skeezy motels when I can. <laughs> when 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 the, when I have a especially good weekend, an extra eighty dollars pops up. I'm at a, I'm at the two star hotel over Cherry Hill. Never ever ever did I think to be like, I'm gonna just finesse these bitches. Like yo. that never crossed my mind. Yo. But what's crazy is the motherfuckers that finesse the bitches hit all of them. Of course, the, and that's what that's what they were saying in the, in the journal. And they asked me like, "How is it that like all the chicks got the, the terrible story about this person?" But or they all got rained down on, and it just be like, <laughs> "Yeah, it's like you ain't you ain't put nothing together before it actually." Yeah, went there. one nigga that we and you both know, he got so bold as to a chick went to his supervisor at his job yeah. to get the money back. And then he still doubled back, like, so you gonna let me get some more of that pussy? Yeah. Like, he didn't even kill Nigga. I heard you was at my gig today. You trying to see gig. me? Oh, man, what's up? 
You just trying to no, see me? Still no got this wood for you. you know what I'm yeah. <laughs> I know you're a little upset about that twelve hundred, but you know the wood is around. Yo, it's 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 a wild life. It ain't unforgiving. Unforfucking given, yo. It's the okay corral, dog. One chick was <laughs> one chick was telling me she was dating a guy, and he was like, "Yo, like, um, I think we should take this shit to the next level, like." We should move in. And she was like, well, I feel that same type way, but I just signed my new new lease. And he was on a tip like, yeah, nah, like, we can move. I'm, I'm moving moving with, with you. you. And she was like about to be with it. And then she found out he had a girlfriend and the girlfriend of him had broke up. And she gave him a week <laughs> to get out of the house. <laughs> and he's like, bitch, I got something for you, bitch. I'll show you. And he went to her. He like, was about to be online, new, you know, new apartment flow, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Had to level up. 2018, me and Bay, you know what I'm saying? Had to level up. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be eating ass all on this island right here, you know what I'm saying? I'm eating ass on this island. I'm cooking eggs over here on the stove. Ew. I'm saying little linen closet, you know, oh. big shit, man. It's 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 a conundrum. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, but how she find out that he had a week to get out? She said the the um because he <laughs> I think we should take things to the next level. It's funny. As apparently, shit. she had went through his phone and saw pictures of the her, ex, the girl, the girl, he, the chick he was with, saw pictures of the the new chick. new chick it hit the chick up and hit and basically went through Instagram sabotaged my man's like, situation went through Instagram and found her Instagram and like at her and was like yo um yeah you know we we need to talk and like you know blah 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 and then told her like yeah you know I threw him out cuz I found out he was talking he was not just with us he was fucking with like somebody else or whatever <laughs> blue grenade in his whole shit yeah and 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 she was like damn like he I, I'm thinking it's serious like we he, I was getting we was he was getting ready to move in Move in. I, I'm told him he got a week to get out. <laughs> like, oh shit. So, so, I, so I can't move in as much. <laughs> Damn. Now I'm back to square one. All right, all right, shit. All right, all right. Who else got something good going on? And, right. and, and it's it's fucked up because I was. Like I said I was speaking to her and she was just like she wasn't having sex right now because she felt like you know niggas ain't worth it and she was like men don't court anymore and I was just like well. They kind of don't have to. It's pussy everywhere. That that it, it's literally just it's it's everywhere. It's, it's, it's too short on the veterans. He was saying like the art of fucking has changed in terms of like you can't be a hound dog and expect like no repercussions from like hounding a bitch. Yo, let me fuck. Let me fuck. What's up with that pussy? Let me fuck. Like you can't do that mm-hmm. shit no more. It's inappropriate. Bitches will blow the, the women will blow the whistle on you. Like mm-hmm. we, that shit ain't cool no more. However. If you got a little tiny bit of shit going on for you, it's like fucking deer meat to piranhas. Yeah. Like they all fucking over you. And but I I was telling her to the whole point of like you court what you want. Like you got chicks, yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. know, yeah, and like me. Like I got my chick and it's just like, yeah, I we can go wherever. We can do whatever. I don't trip off of none of that yeah. shit. But it's just like when it comes to Meeting like it's it's a chick I've never met this chick on earth. She DMs me maybe a week ago and was like, "I love you when you get a, a ball like your fresh ball head. I just want to put my titties on them." <laughs> this is what the DMs and it's just like, how, what am I supposed to ask your favorite flower right. to send them to your job? Like, there's that you can't court so with them titties. Yeah, like, that's, next, like. <laughs> that's that's gonna be you can't court that or show like is, and and I I was trying to explain it to her because she cool as shit. I'm just we talk yeah. like that. And I'm just like, no, nah, like it. It 
it's not a knock to you. I respect you, you know, what you're doing because you feel like, you know, know your worth, queen, and that's dope. But you got to understand, it's the fight is fixed. The fight is <laughs> fixed. It's queens that ain't, they not, they don't know. And not saying that it's like, I don't want to sound like I'm dissing women, and but it's just, it's chicks that's really, I, yo, I remember I came out of my depot and... It's a Chinese store across the street from my depot. This scumbag Chinese store. Scumbag Chinese store. This is when I was still on some bullshit, eating whatever. I'm like, I'm going to go get me some Chinese food, take it home. I go in there, I order. I'm on my phone in the corner. The three young boys is in there like, yo, give me give me, give me, me $2 to the platter, dog. Like, dog, like, dog. Because the, the bitch, she wants some wings. And like, she said, get some, some chicken wings and some wonton soup. Like, the fuck? But she's like, she with it. Like, we can all run down. Like, you know what I'm saying? But she, she wants some grub. Give me $2 to the fucking grub. And I'm just like... They really scrambling to put together the the chicken wing money for the party for the party, <laughs> and I'm in the corner cracking the fuck up. And he like, what's so funny? And I'm like, y'all 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 ain't got the. He like, oh no, I mean I got it, but it's like the fuck, like you know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't the only one fucking this I, bitch. That's what he was on. I, it ain't just me. Like <laughs> I'm saying, I ain't the only one getting my Jimmy wax tonight, nigga. Give me a little deuce, and, man. And I'm thinking to myself like. I want to go rescue Shorty. You know, <laughs> like, like I'm really about to follow these niggas right. on some Raphael Ninja Turtle shit. Like, cause they, it, it's nuts. But it's like that's real. Yeah, it's that little chick that she she gonna let all them do whatever. Just bring or the wine wing soup platter. and the chicken wings. It's real. It's real. It's been real, though. It's been real. It's not new. And it's, it's like that on a, a lot just, of different it, levels. It, it, it always been like, I had homies that I grew up with, my niggas from around 58 and Elmwood. These niggas would ride around all day looking for that one particular kind of dusty, in need of some direction, don't kind of know where no. she's going, meandering little chick. And they would just... Damn, babe, what's going on? You looking good as shit today. Da, 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 da. Oh. And gas her the fuck. Next thing you know, she's sucking seven dicks. Dog. Like they would do this every. This was their routine. Dog. They would do this every day. Dog. When I tell you, me and my home, I will never forget this shit. We riding down Elmwood Avenue. We in a whip. We riding. We see the chick walking up Elmwood. I bangs the Yui. So I pull up. She's on the passenger side. My my homie sitting next yeah. to me, whatever. So. Here I am with my parents and my fucking Christian Academy education and all my manners <laughs> and shit. I'm, you know, it was it wasn't uncommon for a group of niggas to talk to one chick. Yeah. That's just what it was. We pull up. I'm talking to her. Damn, how you doing? You know, whatever, whatever. Were you on your way to just night small talk? My man comes out of left field like, yo, you got some big ass titties, yo. And I'm like, what the fuck? She was like, I know, right? They crazy. <laughs> I'm like, I see where this is going. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) That shit is, it's, it's nuts, but it's like, it's chicks that really don't like, they don't understand. Like, they just want straight sad. You ever watch that, the uh, hip hop groupie documentary? Yes. With Cam and Jay, and the the chick was on there, the video chick. She was like, I did uh, have oral sex with Jay-Z. And she was like, it was just so cold. Like, he was walking through the tunnel backstage at the arena. He saw me and was like, you got a fuckable mouth. And I just had to suck his dick. <laughs> and I'm like, Jesus Christ. I got all tingly inside. Like, <laughs> Cam was on there like, yeah, bitches used to try to fuck Mace because Mace was the man. And bitches is like, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to get the Mace dressing room. Like, oh, yeah? Well, come in the diplomat dressing room and let us do see what's up with you. And if you good, I'll let Mace I'll know. And they'd be like, all right. 
Cam's like, yeah, they was with it. <laughs> <laughs> you seen backstage chicks in the bathroom stall. With with nobodies. With nobodies. With niggas that carry the bags yeah. for the niggas that carry bags. Yeah. Nigga, one job is opening up the blinds <laughs> on the tour bus, spinning the little ride. That's his job, but he got groovies. This shit is crazy. And it's like that shit has trickled down now to poverty levels. Yeah. To where it's like it ain't even about no money or nothing like that. This. Yeah. This that's exactly what I told her. I'm like, that's social media everybody. done shopped. There ain't no, oh yeah, they from West and they be out West or they from South. That shit, you could, dog, Brian Hooks DM me last week. <laughs> when, do, do you know how fucking crazy that is? I basically on my IG story, somebody was like, is Killer Season better, better than Three, three Strikes? Y'all that don't know, Brian, shout out Brian Hooks. He's the star of Three Strikes, was on Eve's show. You know what I'm saying? Whatever, whatever. He was on Soul Plane, whatever, whatever. Somebody, when I did the stories, was like, is Killer Season better than Three Strikes? And my response was, don't ever compare Killer Season to Three Strikes. Three Strikes is a fucking classic, which it is. Brian Hooks DM me laughing like, I appreciate that, dog. I'm like, how the fuck did this? How, <laughs> how the fuck did Brian Hooks find me? Brian Hooks even find me on Instagram? But it's like, that's how, how small the world has yeah. become because of... Social media. Like, so where, like, back in the day, y'all would have two or three party bitches in your little section. You got access to all the party bitches. 150 of them. With yeah. the, it's, I'm 30, I'll be 36 years old in March. And at the end of the day, if I follow a chick for four, five, eight months, I know you already. Mm -hmm. It ain't no courting. Yo, what's up with this dick? Like... <laughs> It's no courting. I already know what you into. I know you just broke up with your boyfriend. I know that you you fucking sad, whatever the case may be. Yo, what's up with this dick? It's no courting. Like, I know that you sad or whatever. Like, you keep posting these dumbass niggas ain't shit stats and all that shit. Like, damn, why don't you come suck this dick, make yourself feel better? You know what I'm saying? Hey, this fool. I like when we do this, this part of this. This nigga's a fucking fool. I know you sad or whatever. <laughs> I know you're going through some over your baby father got smoked last week for telling on niggas. I hope Vice hears this because I would really love to. Yo, do a man, that's gonna be the best documentary of Yo, all time. It's gonna be better than that fucking uh, all the cocaine Jones. It's gonna be better than it's gonna be the underworld of finessing. Yeah, finessing these hoes. It would be so fucking <laughs> funny. We have too many interviews. We'd have, we'd have to stop. We had to stop with the interviews. Like man. we would, like it'd be like uh, Stratford and Oakmont <laughs> on the fucking Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> Motherfuckers in the lobby just fighting to get too much. <laughs> like yo, but uh, I, I enjoyed this. This is fun as always. Fin um, we finished strong. We finished strong. Like like T Mac, uh, prom T Mac on the baseline. Yeah, like. I had a good T Mac argument the other day. I don't even know. <laughs> not going to get into that. Black barbershops are the worst, yo. I, I got to find a new barber. Who do go you to, go to now? I go to uh, Owl Palace now, downtown, uh, uh, on uh, Buttonwood Street, right by like 11th and 12th and Spring Garden. Okay, okay. Yeah. Is it like a super packed joint? No, it's not. A, <clears throat> it's the opposite of that. That's what I didn't want. I go there. My man, uh, Scythe, cut me. I got an appointment every Wednesday. I got the first appointment, 1 o'clock on Wednesday. He cut till like 9 o'clock at night. It's all like professional working black males in there. Ain't nobody hanging out all day. Ain't nobody trying to uh, clean your car for $2. It's none of that shit. I went to the barbershop the other day, and it was just like... A fiend chick pulled her titties out and put them on the glass outside. 
Then the guy was selling carrot cakes. This the, is gold. The carrot cake was actually good. It was a dollar. <laughs> you like, I bought the carrot yeah, cake. Yeah, it was a dollar. I supported the you man. Know, it was, it. He's called the carrot cake man. Shout out to him. Yeah, that's a free plug. Like, he in West Philly, but the carrot cake was delicious. Holla, I like carrot cake. Holla it took me. me like two, three days to eat it, but you know. Let us know you want to sponsor the show. I got a little yeah. ad package for you. But um, he does wedding cakes and everything. I don't know. Why the fuck am I telling you this? But, uh, wedding <laughs> carrot cake. <laughs> but he does all this shit. He was, uh, the carrot cake was good to the motherfucker. But. That then the, the kids the the, yeah, the, I can't the do it, it, man. it just it, it and then the fact that you you have to wait for so yeah, long no, like I got there at five I didn't leave till eight thirty I pay forty dollars I get my hair washed I get a facial my shit go under the dryer all that shit I'm in and out of there sixty minutes tops I'm in and out of there shiz hit me from uh, New York with the clothes shit Sean he was just like. Um, yeah, I go to Dominican spot. He was talking about he have champagne and all this other <laughs> shit, falafel, some other shit he was talking about. And he, I'm like, that's got to be in New York, though. Like, yeah. that's not down here. Because he was like, the Dominican spots is the best. They get you in, get you out. And I'm just like, yeah, no, like, these spots, like, you you in there for, I literally got there at 5. Because I told him I'd be there at 4.30, got yeah. there a little late, whatever. I got there at 5, and it was like, yeah, you know, I got uh, 4 waiting. And it's like, all right, whatever. I ain't tripping off of it. I get there at one fifteen every week. I'm out by no later than 2.25. And I'm sitting and there, out. and just by nature, the carrot cake man, the fiend titties, the <laughs> You just kids. bought all type of shit. Yeah, you, you just, just spent the extra eight. I done walked down to the <laughs> store, go get some Skittles, just stupid shit. And then the, the stupid arguments start, and it's just, I you can, you, you trying your hardest to just ignore them, because yeah. it's like, you know, you just... Just stupid shit, and then it's, it's chicks in there too, and their arguments are even dumber. It, Cardi B has way more influence than Oprah. It's just <laughs> silly shit. You know what I'm saying? And you you just like I gotta get the fuck out of here. And then the the old heads, he just. So let me ask y'all this: Y'all think Jordan would be able to crush in his era? And I'm just like, don't do it. Like you, you saw the shit on Twitter. Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. Like that's where I'm at. And next thing you know, I'm in a screaming match with a nigga, with a it, 60 year old nigga. That just came home, and I'm just like, I, to it, and and it always the arguments always get to the point where y'all argue, argue to the point where motherfuckers have to like grab y'all, yeah. and then the shit ends, and this is how it sounds. It'd be that awkward silence, and this it'd be just awkward, and then now I'm in the chair. Getting my cut, and he's one of the barbers. So, <laughs> so I'm in my chair. I'm in a chair getting a cut, and he's they they they'll try to antagonize you. Just so that's what you're telling me. I, Iverson wouldn't destroy out there now. Give me a break, man. Yeah, you just I'm not even going to get back <laughs> into it with him. Like I ain't going to do it. And eventually he realized you ain't fucking with him. He get done his last client. All right, y'all, I'm out. All right, Matt, I'm out. All right, cuz. Come on, man. We cool. We like, 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 it's just like I got it. I gotta stop coming around, y'all. Like we gotta get mad a new barber, man. Sh- and all I and all I'm there for is to get my beard shaped up. I shave my own head. I don't. The barber don't even shave my you head. You go do straight turmoil for turmoil a fifteen for, minute transaction for, to get my beard lined up. That's it. And it should, I, motherfuckers hit me, because I, I, I talked about it on my IG story. Motherfuckers like, ah, oh, you need to start going to motherfucker. You get an appointment. I'm like, I've done that. That shit don't be working. Yeah, no, my last barber, just to wrap this up, my last barber, Puerto Rican cat, whatever like that, he had a private suite, did appointments and all that shit. I had a 3 o'clock appointment one day. I got my hair cut at 9 o'clock. That was the oh. last time I went there. I've done, I I've, go, I've, I've gone to the barber, like, yo, I got, 
I'm on go go to the because they a lot of them had a shit now where you book it online. Oh, the apps, yeah. You go and do that shit online two o'clock. You get there one fifty. You're like ah. He he got the big guard cutting <laughs> nigga shit down. You're like wait, you're not even close to being done with this. Oh no, nah, you next though. No, I had a little thing with my wife this morning. I had to take it. I had to take the kids to school and shit. Ah uh, man, I got them a little behind. Man, come back about four eight four, about four forty. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. We out. <laughs> we out. <laughs> hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before.